All right, so before we even start getting into the topics that we we wanted to get into so much stuff the other day, that's actually why we're doing this again. Right. Um, but two corrections that we wanted to make. Uh, one, I'll, Henry Cejudo was an Olympic gold medalist. He was. I thought he yeah. was silver. My I knew apologies. he was an Olympic wrestler, and I knew he medaled. Right. I just couldn't Me remember too. if it was gold or not. And um, then um, I think episode 10, we didn't talk about guns. We're so, making progress. Yeah, making progress. We're not so dense. Yeah, we're not. We're not so right wing nut job, right? Type stuff that wants to go kill people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I may or may not cut this around around six. I mean, it just depends, honestly. Because I might go train with Joel. Oops, Joel and Eric. Um, do a little bit of grappling with them. But honestly, dude, my body fucking hurts. So I might just take the night off and go sit in a hot bath. Pamper myself. Drop some Epsom salt over in Did there. You, and oh, then, God, yeah. And a nice looking... Uh, Someone told me to take an ice bath, and I was like, eh, that's too much nah, work. It's too much it. work. I prefer a hot bath. Use a bath bomb. I don't know if they're I don't useful know. besides yeah. looking good, but... Dude, fuck bath bomb. Pull that sucker right up to your face, if you don't mind. Yeah, right in the mouth. Um, as y'all can see, I don't drink a lot of sugary drinks as much as I used to, but Fanta Orange. So I'm going to go ahead and say it. Fanta grape is the best flavor of all time. You think? 100%. Negative, Ghost Rider. Have you ever tried the uh, blue Fanta berry? Dude, I almost bought it. I was looking at it, and I was like, man, that I want to try it. I didn't. I was like, I'm going to go I'm gonna go orange, because if it's, I end up buying the berry and it tastes like shit, it then I wasted money. Don't buy the green apple. Um, I don't know. Mm-mm. Green apple only tastes good in certain things, like Jolly Ranchers, and that's pretty much about it. Laffy Taffy's. Laffy Taffy. Yeah. Um, do you like the banana Laffy Taffy's? Fuck no. Dude, get out of here. I don't Those like, things are delicious. <laughs> I don't like anything artificially. Arti- any banana artificial flavors, Yeah, I don't like. Laffy Taffy's, now and later's, not, if it's banana, it's got to go. Yeah. yeah. I just, I generally I, stick I to I like the, bananas. I'll tell you two things I really love. Together and then also apart. Bananas and strawberries. You put them together, it's amazing. Take them apart, they're still amazing. You put them together and you have an overrated combination that people like because they have to. Same thing we were talking about with the Hennessy. Who doesn't like strawberry bananas? Me. You're you're insane now. I don't know, man. It's I, I feel like with bananas, the flavor is so dull. That the fuck kind of bananas are you eating? I mean, I just don't feel like it goes well with anything besides peanut butter and honey. <laughs> that is like wrestling tournament gold right there. <laughs> exactly. I eat two of them in, every morning. I just Dude, I, so I'll tell you what, do. I love it. I um, and the audio is probably gonna skip here. I'm not even gonna lie. So I did ours, and I went and edited. I haven't uploaded it yet. For those of y'all, if you're watching, haven't uploaded it yet. Didn't have a problem with it. Really? Yeah. Perfectly fine. Did nice. something different with uh, Brandon uh, Perry yesterday, mm-hmm. so I'm looking to see how that one comes out. I got you. So if 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 what I think it is is if I have the audio turned on here from the camera, then I can sync them up better, and I think it might also skip that skip that way too. I don't know. So I got you. We'll figure it out. Yeah, but after like a two and a half year hiatus, I recorded a quick video for my YouTube channel. Yeah, I thought people were going to think I was dead for a little bit. Yeah. What did you record? You say where or what? What? Oh, just uh, my opinion about um, 
a few predictions yeah before is it up yet? anything huh is it up yet no okay. uh i did it like that's um why i hadn't texted you back one and did it like it was 25 minute no it was like 21 and a half yeah just my predictions uh the shit that i like the shit that i'll talk about and update as far as why i had a oh sure he handed me a starburst gummy yeah these things are um, delicious yeah, why I had a two and a half year break from YouTube and shit like that. So, it should be up. Um, let's see, I work tomorrow and Sunday. What time do you get off tomorrow? Eight. Like right at eight, or like kind of variable. Right so you'll, at you'll eight. be able to you'll be able to make the fight. Oh then. yeah, definitely. You'll be there um, before the main card even starts. Yeah, I'll, or the yeah. I'll get off. Literally past my house to get to beat up, so I'll stop, probably catch a quick shower change, and get right on over there. But, uh, yeah, so it'll probably be up maybe either Monday or Wednesday. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about, um, because I'm starting to add stuff into mine now, so yeah. and I'm starting to get a little more tech savvy as far as, like, nice. editing goes. I still need to figure out the whole copyright thing because there's some music I want to put in, like transitioning from my um, advertisement screen to mm -hmm. to in, coming into the podcast, like kind of fade it in. Yeah. Um, or have it wow, start this off. Isn't cold at all. It's terrible. It's warm. Yeah. Dude, warm drinks are disgusting unless it's coffee or hot chocolate or tea sometimes. Some teas, yeah. Like green tea and all that, I can drink hot. But. But yeah, no, so I wanted to add music, but I don't know about all the copyright stuff. I've got, I've got a couple ideas, though. Yeah. As far as music goes, I was thinking maybe like Cult of Personality, one of them. Mm -hmm. A little crazy. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, I'm sorry for this awkward-ass position I'm in. Uh, I was trying to cap that without hitting my mic. But, uh... So, two two seven. We kind of yeah we didn't talk about, about it, but Ooh, not enough. Another thing we didn't talk about. What's that? Uh, Chimizo training out of the NYC RTC. Um, what was I about to ask you? Go ahead and exit out. Oh my, Spartanburg, USC Upstate stuff. Um, what's like a USC two twenty seven card? I was about to ask you something. Oh. Overtime or uh, what's the other word I'm looking for? How they decide who wins matches. Criteria. What about it? Which one do you prefer? Overtime? Me too. Criteria. Criteria. So when it gets into... Um, now, I'll, I'll speak of it from a folk style standpoint. Yeah. Criteria, it gets kind of uh, weird because it, go, it goes all the way down from... I think it goes like any... Like unsportsman likes, yeah. Any this that the third like it goes all the way down. If the coaches had any warnings, um, if there was a point deduction, and then it gets into like who scored the most takedowns, right? Stuff like this. Like we've had actually, we actually a couple years ago we had to go to criteria in the 
in one of our matches, like not just one match, I mean, but like the entire, the entire duel. Yeah, and um, that happened with us. Yeah, against. like we had to break it down, and it came down to uh, who. I think it was like who had the most yeah, which, pins. Yeah, for us it was which which of us had the most pins and takedowns and yeah, shit like that. It was uh, see for us, which was a good thing because I mean it was a bad thing because we grind a lot of our matches and right. like we had an awesome lead going into it. Um, yeah, it was like forty eight, forty eight, and then like I said, we wrestled. Everything was perfect. It's just we're not our guys aren't like. We're not pinning machines. We're more or less like grind you out, right. make you work for it. And we had a couple people out there go out there and grind in their matches. And that's what ultimately got us to the point. But then it boiled down to, I think, either pins or who scored the most first points. And yeah. It ended up being the other team. I think them. it's a combination. Uh, I think you go to pins first. And then after pins, it's first like takedown. Uh, take and then it goes like, I think... Who scored? Um, let's see. I can't remember. I mean, it, there's a there's a lot of criteria. Yeah. As far as a as far as a duel between two teams, of course you need criteria. But as far as a a match, oh no, that, then, that fight got canceled. I forgot. Sorry, I'm looking at the, the oh Gustafson and uh, um Uzdemir. Uzdemir. Yeah, that was fuck Alexander Gustafson. So. Before, like, I, I'm kind of, we're getting off on wrestling right now. Um, let's look up main card, prelims, early prelims. Um, early prelims, we're not going to really talk it's about. It's a, it's a card that is for purist. Um, ex- besides the main event. The main event yeah. is for casuals and purists, but the card itself is. Betch Gohea and both Derek Brunson's fights are canceled. Derek Brunson. He was gonna fight uh Stylebender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Antonio Carlos Jr. Cancelled. Oh, okay, that's why he's okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. Um I only like Betch Cohea because of her butt. Dude, Betch Cohea. Um only notable I mean well there's a lot of notable guys on here. Um, Cub Swanson's Ricardo, on the card. Yeah, Cub Swanson he's on the main card, but uh, yeah. Ricardo Ramos, he's uh fighting. Um pretty good. Pretty good cat. Pedro Munoz is going to yeah. be fighting on the prelim card. And then we get to the main card. And so it was supposed to be, let's see, um, supposed to be Gustafson and, and Ozdemir. Ozdemir. And then next, so the first fight is going to be Kevin Holland versus Tiago Santos. Um, that fight's still on. I saw them on the Embedded. Yeah, it's – uh, I'm not sure how I feel about who who I have winning that one. Um, let's see. You got, I feel like Holland's a little overconfident. Yeah, but it's the fight game he has to be. Basically, the three the three fights uh, that Gustafson and Uzdemir would have been one that ever, I, w- I would have loved to see. But oh yeah, like I said, it's canceled. Um, featherweight with Cub Swanson and. Uh, I see Cub Swanson and what's his name, um, Renato or Hanato. How do you pronounce that? Moshiana, uh, Moy, Moy, I forget. I, I can't pronounce yeah. his last name. I'm not good with pronouncing names, guys. I apologize. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know who I have winning that one. Um, 
Hanato is 12 and 0 with one it looks like one no contest or one draw. Um then you have Cub Swanson. Cub Swanson he he's kind of had a resurgence these past couple years. Yeah, like he's, he's a legend. Yeah, um, I mean he no, he's he's had a great name uh, yeah. his entire career, but as of he, recently he seems like he's had a slight resurgence. Yeah. Um I know he got beat by uh T City. T City and he got beat by Frankie. Yeah. Uh after that I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, he got beat after Frankie got beat by T-City. Um, Frankie had a very quick turnaround in that. that. It didn't really surprise me because the fight was so quick. Yeah. But taking an uppercut like that and getting knocked out, this definitely need to take some precautionary measures. But he said he was perfectly fine, and apparently he was. Um I think it's like I said. I think the card is for purists. I don't yeah, think absolutely. it's. Yeah, It's not going to be. If you're a casual fan, it's um, not the card for you. Yeah, you're probably not going to enjoy it. But uh, I believe it's but, October. If you're casual, that's the card for you. Connor Khabib. Did you see what got uh, booked last night? Uh. Uh-uh. Nate and Poirier. Oh yeah, Nate and Poirier. I did see that. Yeah. Who you got in that? Nate. I'm taking Poirier. Oh, are we talking about realistically, or who do I want to win? Uh, both. Um, I can't realistically see why Poirier probably Poirier because Poirier has been active and he's he's been, been doing pretty solid. Yeah, like, um, I mean, I would like Nate to win. I would love him to. Uh, I I, I don't know him. if he will, especially after that much time off. Yeah, I like I like the DS brothers. Um, I don't think I don't think Nate will get it done, and I don't really want him to because. Well, the thing is, I feel is, like Poirier has really fought his way to literally, obviously fought his way to get to where he is, and he messed around, and gets out, gets out there, loses to Nate, and that title shot's gone now. Well, the thing is, though, is Nate also is he has an ability to take a substantial amount of damage. Definitely, um, he's he's able to take that. I'm gonna adjust the camera. What's wrong with it? Uh, this sh- it just loses focus every so Oh, moment. yeah. Um, Let me slide up some, man. Yeah, definitely. No, this camera just loses focus a lot. Um, it's kind of bullshit, honestly. I, uh, I, need to, I need to get just a better quality one. Like, right now... You can see you fine, but it it just looks kind of kind yeah, of blurry. Um, yeah, may, and I think a lot of it also has to do with coming from that light, like coming Probably off this from window. The window. Yeah, so it kind of screws it up. But um, no, yeah. So Nate has an uncanny ability to take ridiculous yeah. damage and keep right. going, and, and he's keep... just a marathoner. But then you have Poirier, who I just don't know. I don't know. I think it'll be a good fight. I don't think it'll get. I don't think it'll be a stoppage. Uh, if it is a stoppage, I'd probably go with Nate stopping Poirier. Really? Yeah. How? Uh, submission. Not not too unreasonable, but... Yeah, uh, I mean, 
Not the because I feel like Poirier can take some damage as well. Um, Eddie Alvarez was talking about Poirier quitting in the first fight as if he didn't land like three or four illegal knees. Yeah. So, so I feel like Poirier can withstand some shit. Um, but if it goes to decision, I think Poirier will get the job done. I'm ready to see uh, my boy, the Motown Phenom, Kevin Lee fight. Kevin though. Lee. That's who I wanted Poirier to fight. I wanted Khabib to fight Kevin Lee. <sighs> That's the only person I have beating Khabib. Other than Connor. I don't have Connor. Doing I think Connor can beat Khabib. What are you talking about? He can. I'm not. Now I'm not going to sit here and be a Connor hater and say, "Oh, Connor's going to get starched." So look at it like this: you can hate on Connor all you want. I don't look at don't everyone he's beaten. He's beaten Bless, Max mm-hmm. Holloway, which it's a shame he might not ever fight again. For those of y'all who don't know, he they're thinking he suffered uh, stroke-like symptoms, so he might right. not ever get cleared to fight again, which is just very unfortunate because he's right. such a Great, great, great fighter. fighter. And the fight Can with him and Khabib was what everyone wanted to see. But yeah. he's beaten Max Holloway, Dustin mm-hmm. Poirier, mm-hmm. Uh, Diego Brandao. Mm-hmm. He's beaten, um, what was it, Dennis Seaver. Toward, but granted, he was on the end of his career anyway. Beat um, Jose. He's beaten Jose in 13 seconds. He's he beaten beat Chad Nate. Mendez. He's beaten Mendez. Right. I mean, look at everyone he's beaten. Right. Now, compare those guys that he's beaten to Khabib. You but have I'm saying one valid comparison, maybe, and that's Jose. Max. No, fuck no. You you don't think Max could take Khabib? No. Really? Really. Um, well, when I say compare them to Khabib, I mean Khabib is like an almost an Iron Man kind of. Well, okay, he is, but even though I've kind of hopped on his bandwagon, I'll say this. The thing about Khabib, though, is he lacks the amount of star power fights. He's never really had these big fights like Connor has. Right. Um, but And the thing is, is we've never seen Khabib rocked. But guess what? We've never really seen Jose rock. We never saw, um, what's his name, uh, Eddie Alvarez. We've never seen anyone handle him like that. Well, when it so comes... So it, is it just that Connor got lucky that many times, or is Connor no, just I that definitely, good? It's definitely not luck. Anybody would be stupid to say that, that it's luck. Now, my thing is, the reason I think he can't or won't beat Khabib is because you know, every, again, with, like you said with, with Connor, is, he, is it that he got lucky that many times? With Khabib, you know exactly what he's going to do, yeah. and it's just a matter of nobody being able to stop it. So there's one... One fight of Connors that I say he might have got lucky, but exactly. also looking back on it, knowing the power in Connors' hands and knowing his like laser precision, it's kind of hard to say it was luck as well. But the Jose Aldo fight, because but he luck. just landed. I mean, he one he knew it was coming. He said he was gonna. He said yeah. that's why I, he said he's gonna get over aggressive. He's gonna come in and I'm gonna step aside and knock him with the left. Yeah, and that's exactly what he did. But the right, thing so is, it wasn't is, luck. I don't. Yeah, but. Look at it, it's hard to say that it wasn't, but it's also hard to say that it was. No, but look at Joe's. I can't believe I'm sitting here defending Conor McGregor. I can't believe I'm questioning Conor. Look, what are you at, talking about? The thing is, momentum and the way all of that shit works. Jose's coming in unprotected, like he has. 
every all of his weight is going forward, all of his force is going forward. He has nothing guarding his face. So when Connor when Connor slips and then throws the left, Jose has his face is taking all of the damage. Yeah. So that's why I mean, what did Connor say? Like uh timing precision beats power and timing, and timing beats, beats speed. speed yeah yeah and no and it's 100 percent true like it, it, it's that, the same thing in wrestling yeah that was and actual proof of that statement speaking of that i i proved that in uh, a jiu-jitsu tournament mm-hmm. it's not like the guy was like super super fast or anything but he was i was in the what the, they call it the absolute division for those of y'all who don't know it's pretty much open weight um, open rank, open weight, but this was a, uh, a ranked tournament already, so it was, mainly it was just an open weight division. And I was going to because of this heavy guy. And we were sitting there kind of pummeling in and out, and we'd kind of, like, I'd sit there and, you know, I was just kind of see, you know, see what he would do. And I'd pummel in, see what he'd do, and we kind of create some space, and I was like, okay, he keeps coming in. So what I did is I initiated another pummel, kind of pushed him around, like got him off, and then as soon as he came in, dude, I was like a ghost. I said, boom, I changed my level and double leg the shit out of him. And I'm telling you, it was just timing. Like when when I had when I dropped and came in, my yeah. shoulder was like already had his hips kind of jacked up on him. Yeah. And it was one of those things that no matter how hard he sprawled, he would have been, been able to Because all I had, like my hands were locked up around, like it was like right yeah. here already. And I was like, all right, all I gotta do is just and I Use the head and whew. right, and so but, but yeah, no, the time uh, precision beats power and timing beats speed is 100% yeah, true, right? And that's the Jose Aldo fight is. And you don't think Connor can do that to Khabib because Khabib comes in with his hands down, Khabib right. keeps that chin exposed, he does. Um, but I also think that he does that solely for the takedown. Um, of course, I don't think he's going to stand there and box with Connor the way he did with Al Quinta. Everybody was all. But the thing is, you got to well, get Khabib. to Connor. You got to close that distance without him lighting you up. Right. I think he will. I don't think he can. Yeah, right. I don't think he can. I, I'm still standing yeah. by Connor. Especially, you look at. Do you know Connor is now a brown belt in jiu jitsu? He trains with. You know, one of the guys he trained with is Dylan Donis. So what? Dude, Dylan Donis is a world-class... No, I'm saying yeah, like, about Connor being a brown belt. So what? If he gets on the ground, dude, maybe he, he's now he's getting pretty confident. Like, he said something. It's like, it's either your skull or your limbs or something like that. And I'm like, uh-oh. Connor might be going for some subs. Connor McGregor is not going, some going heel for... Hook. Heel he's hooks. not going for submissions, for one. And two, we, we see that Khabib's whole thing is take you to the ground and absolutely annihilate you. And so, but if I, we look I, at Quinta, uh, kind of showed the chink in his armor. One, his striking was very, very fundamental. And two, when when Khabib gets tired, his shot speed slows down, and the sweat helps you get out quicker. Because he 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 doesn't take the most technical shots. You can't say that he does. He doesn't. His at shots all. are they're very just they're just lunging to the ankle. And it's like once I get a hold of you, then it's not very much you can do about it. it if it's early in the fight, right? I do think uh, I do think one Khabib will be more efficient with his energy 
in the fight with Conor versus Ally Quinta. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand that everybody has a puncher's chance, but let's not act like Ally Quinta is fucking Conor McGregor either. Uh, not in any way, shape, or form. But if we see what Khabib has done with other great fighters, if you take uh, what's the guy's name that almost kicked uh, Kevin Lee's head to the moon? Um, Edson Barbosa. Mm -hmm. Look what Khabib did to him. But that's also a matchup. Khabib. That was a good matchup for Khabib, though. How is um, in that case? How is Connor not? Because it's so. Edson Barbosa has pretty good striking. He has really it, good striking. Yeah, he does. But also, he's he's a different type of fighter. Connor's not a kick first. Edson Barbosa is. You're, yeah. Edson's gonna throw legs, and if you throw legs with Khabib, he's gonna snatch one of them, and then you're gonna be done for. Yeah, I I can see that. And not yeah. saying like I'm not hating on Khabib because like it I, sounds like it. I've jumped on his bandwagon as of recent, but like I'm not gonna cheer for him over Connor. Right, I get that. Um, I also, if we see what Khabib did with um, Mr. RDA. Khabib versus RDA. Yeah, mm, that's a different story though. Too. How? I don't think RDA is anywhere on Khabib's level. I don't think RDA is anywhere on. Uh, on what's his name's level either, Connor? I think RDA. I don't even really think RDA is that great to begin with. I think it's one person. I think he's a he's a bigger, slower Jose. I can see that. Uh, I think there's only the one, the only person that I'd pick over Khabib would be Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee has it all. He's got the striking. He's got the wrestling. The size. The size. The strength. The speed. Right. He's got it all. Um, I'd like to see Kevin Lee versus Connor. I'd like to see a uh, rematch with. Girl. I'd like to see a rematch with Kevin Lee and uh, El Kukui. Feel like a healthy Kevin Lee takes that. I do too. Um, that also makes me believe Khabib easily takes Ferguson. Yes, I said easily. Re so Kevin Lee with staff. Was able to take that guy down and mount him. Yeah. So the thing about what if Kevin? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to pull a D Curry here. The thing Shout about, out to D Curry. The thing about Ferguson, though, I don't is, want to be hypothetical with it. But Ferguson also pulls off some ridiculous submissions. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. If Khabib comes in there and he starts raining down some of these punches. All it takes is for for um, Ferguson to maybe just catch that arm in a particular spot, and then you're getting darsed. I mean, it's possible, but it, it sounds weird, like because the uh, the best thing against jujitsu is a striker, because they don't want to go for submissions. You know, if they're right. getting punched in the face, but yeah. when you, I don't it know. Just, I just think for, I'm not saying that Ferguson would beat Khabib, but I don't think it'd be a wash either. I don't think Khabib will just run him over and then. It'd I be think over. he'd do him the way he did. Edson Barbosa, which don't get me wrong, I know Edson Barbosa isn't a submission artist, yeah. But I do think after after getting taken down by Khabib and then getting getting wrestle fucked and just annihilated well, down there, Khabib's a different animal on top. I've said it once exactly. and I said it before. Best ground 
uh, ground and pound fighter of all time. I don't care, yeah, including easy. Matt Hughes, including Mark Coleman. Yeah, I, Khabib adds another level to it. Yeah, like and he's able to throw knockout blows from the ground, which a lot of people can't do. Right, and I, I honestly think it's just as uh, Joey Diaz said, the immigrant mentality uh, of just being a Dagestani killer. I mean. It's this is why hard fanny packs are useful. I just pulled out a toothpick. I've got something in my tooth, guys. So I apologize if you're going to see some nasty shit, but that's why these things are useful. I agree. But uh, lightweight is lightweight is a clusterfuck right now because what do you do with Eddie Alvarez now? What do you do with Kevin Lee? He's just waiting in limbo, hoping to fight GSP. You got Connor and Khabib gonna fight. What about Tony Ferguson? Now Poirier is tied up with Nate. So what if Nate wins? Does that put him right up there in title contention? It's a if it's fight. if Connor wins, yes. If Connor wins, yes, because then that's a that's a uh, money fight. And whether you want to, you can disagree with me all you want, but it's a it's a money business now. It's a business. They have to do what makes them the most money, regardless right. of what the fans want or what the fan like. Actually, no, that's not what I mean. Regardless of what purists want. They got to do what, what what's going to make them the most but money. See, here's the thing. So oh, let's say. Here we go again. <laughs> nah, nah. I agree with you, actually. Let's say Nate and Connor win. Yeah. Now you have this trilogy fight that's, one, already going to bring in a lot of money. I want to see Connor versus Brock. <laughs> Two, it'll be a title fight. Yeah. So that'll make it. If Nate Diaz comes off of the couch, in a sense, beats Poirier, especially if it's convincing, if it's a decisive victory, and he starches Poirier, and Conor wins, you have to do that. It'd be wrong not to. What, Nate and Conor? Nate and Conor, three. Wait, that's what I'm saying. If Conor wins and Nate wins, it's going to be Nate and Conor. You have to. You have to do that, yeah. There's no, there's no, nothing else. Um, only thing I could imagine. It's just a clusterfuck right well, now. If if it's unless GSP wants to cut down to 55 like that, I could see uh, GSP versus Connor. Maybe, maybe. Um, I think that's one of the reasons GSP wanted to come back. Yeah, which would, that would be an interesting fight to see. Um, Who you taking? I oh, I mean, I'm asking like that fight is booked, but who would you take? Who would I take? I don't know, honestly, because I don't know if GSP could make it down to 55 anymore. Um, he oh. had he had real bad intestinal problems his last fight. Right. So one, I don't think he can make it to 55. Um, and if he does, I worry about I worry about his age versus Connor's precision. I Not saying that. that GSP couldn't beat Connor. Yeah, because I mean, he possibly could. But, but he was getting pieced up by yeah. Bisping. And so. Connor's a lot faster and a lot more precise than Bisping. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd probably take Connor. I can see that. The um, Nate Diaz, the Nate Diaz, uh, Connor third fight would would be one I would want to see because it is the uh, that's one that we we don't really have a definitive answer on because both times. So the first time Connor jumps up a ton of weight, doesn't manage his energy right, gets gassed out, gets choked out. But the thing was, is he was piecing up Nate in the first round, like absolutely piecing he him up. He was piecing him up. Second fight, same thing. Connor's just piecing him up, but the th- but 
Nate was able to withstand it for a while, and then it became a war. Mm-hmm. And it was still a close fight. I mean, I think Nate Diaz is Connor's kryptonite because Nate's that much bigger. He's got that much better reach. Uh, he's a boxer. Yeah, um, he has the experience. He's got the experience. Um, but then Connor's also just... I don't think Connor sleeps anymore. I think he just constantly evolves. He's like another human being. Oh my God. Dude, no, seriously, you go look like at his the Instagram. Biggest fucking fanboy. Right go now. look at his Instagram. He's always he's always grinding. Always. It's like The Rock, except with a lot cooler cars and clothes. A lot cooler cars. Yeah, man. Have you ever seen the cars that uh, Connor's like be riding in? Don't don't disrespect The Rock. Man. I'm not disrespecting The Rock. But I'm saying you look at the cars the that Connor's riding around in, like these do Bentleys, not. Rolls Royces, and all that. What do you think The Rock rides around in? I've never seen what The Rock rides around. Well, in. one, I know he drives his big uh, Ford Raptor a lot. Again, I wouldn't. I would say a Rolls Royce is cooler than a Ford Raptor. For me, I would choose the Raptor. <laughs> exactly. But I'm saying. So who's? How can you say that the Rolls is cooler? Is straight like is screw you type rich? Is it? You don't think the Rock's that rich? No, no. I know the oh. Rock is that rich. There's no doubt the Rock is that. Oh, rich. okay. But Ro- I could probably save up every dime I've ever made in this entire life, multiply it by ten, and I'd still probably make a quarter of what the Rock has made. In this oh year. yeah, yeah. If that much, um, because. The- if you tie in the movie earnings plus the WWE and sponsors, he might be coming back. Not for like a full return, but like yeah, to face but somebody. I'm hoping it's Roman. That'd be a cool fight. Nah, they wouldn't do that. I mean, I don't know. they would. You never know. Never say never. I think Crispin Wall's gonna return too. I wish, man. I, dude, I'm gonna catch some shit. For he's that. still, he's still innocent to me. Damn it. He's not innocent, but <laughs> yes, I will say, I don't think he did it. I think he did. I don't think there's enough evidence to say that he didn't. There's enough evidence to say that he did. Well, damn. I will say this, though. I'm going to sound like a real conspiracy theorist. I do think that he he wasn't in his right mind. I think he did it because he realized that he had fucked up after he killed. I think he killed his wife first. Um, I think after he killed Nancy, he realized he fucked up. And he knew he would go away for life, and he didn't want uh, his son right. to have neither parent. So he just said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish the job," which is still a fucked up thought. I, I feel like it was an inside job in a sense, from the sense of who would want, who would benefit from killing Benoit and this family. Different conversation for a different time. Not right now. Do you think uh, it was Kevin Sullivan? He may not have... The blood may not be on his hands, but... Because if if my thing is to rid the world of somebody, I'm not gonna... I'm gonna do my best to make it look like that was... That they did it. I'm not gonna have it sitting here looking like I did. Just me, man. I think you're you're peddling some mumbo jumbo. I don't think so. I think it's some conspiracy. I don't think so, man. I. But then again, I kind of. As far as shit like that, the conspiracies. I. Dude, I heard a weird fucking conspiracy the other day. 
We haven't even finished the 227 card, by the way, but I heard a weird conspiracy. This is how our conversation goes, so if you don't like it, then, hey, I'm sorry. So, we'll get back into 227 later on, but there was a conspiracy I was watching a video on about Jesus actually being a mushroom. And I was watching, and at first I was like, this sounds like a load of, you know, a load of BS. The more I watched it, I was kind of like, Jesus being a mushroom? Damn, Jesus might have been a mushroom. I was like, this has some merit to it, and it like it comes off like the translations of the name, and like the old translation of what mushrooms used to be called, and like what they they could translate to something like of sons of God or come from the God, something like that, and then um, it talks about like a lot of the you know divine painting and like experiences and stuff, and they were saying Jesus just might have been a mushroom. So, <laughs> yeah. Go look that yeah, up. I'm just fuck gonna, your brain I'm not even up. gonna touch that. I'm not even because I was no. like I was I was mad at myself for sitting down and listening to it, and then like I was like, wow, this makes sense to an extent. I still don't believe it, but I'm like, dang, right? It just I mean, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna get to might get to heaven one day and have a giant mushroom talking to me, Be like, what's up, Tyler? Like, who are you? I'm Jesus. I'm Jesus the mushroom. I mean, I don't know. It just a lot of a lot of conspiracy theories that I hear. What what is okay? What is one conspiracy theory that you fully believe in? Uh, probably the most obvious that I think most people would say. That nine eleven was an inside job. Yeah, I don't think so. Why not? I just don't. Um, I. Hey FBI, CIA. If there's, you come there's across more this, stuff. do not. There's come more stuff I would me. have to see that Don't would make me have to me. think that. Like now, I do know there was some like, there was some conspiracy theory stuff like later on uh, in like the '90s um, around the World Trade Center, but I I just can't. I don't know. I I can't bring myself to believe in. Now I will say that Building Seven, the one that was, um, mm-hmm. the one that fell, looks like a controlled demolition. It did. That one does not look like anything hit it. So that one's kind of fishy to me. There's still things out there about the 911 uh, incident. What that about the Pentagon? The Pentagon also is kind of a little confusing to me. It's also awesome. um, the pictures um, versus. I mean, like you mathematics. Can see, Huh? The pictures versus common sense and math and well, so what gets just, me is like the plane that would have had to do it had would have had to been so low to the ground, and from what I've seen, there is nothing. It would have been almost like a video game. Like you would have had. First of all, seen. you don't see anything in the security camera other than a blur, so that means it would have been traveling really fast, which a plane would. But there's no damage to the ground before it, and like I do not think that these pilots. Were that, that skill, yeah. So I don't know. Um, the jury's still out for me, but I, I'm gonna go with leaning more towards that it wasn't and that it was a legit terrorist attack. But the one that I think is still a conspiracy is the JFK assassination. There's no way there was a one shooter. No, no. way. There no. has to be multiple shooters. Plus, then you have like Lee Harvey Oswald gets arrested. He's going to be taken to um, his, I guess, like interrogation. Or whatever, mm-hmm. questioning. And then Jack Ruby, who was friends with 
the uh, with Kennedy, but also had ties to the mafia, shoots Oswald, and it's like, why would you do that? You know, yeah, you might be mad for your friend, but you're about to get justice. And so I, I don't know. I think that there, I think there's some some fishy stuff. Plus, I think that was, I think that. Plus, was, have you seen the report of all the people who were around there meeting untimely deaths? Mm-hmm. Like, so like some of them were like they slipped and fell in the shower, right? Um, stuff like that. Like it just none of none of the JFK stuff to me makes sense. I I definitely, well, I probably shouldn't say this on the air but I'm going to uh, I'm not the I'm not the most trusting person of our United States government and I personally feel like they did 9-11 as well as they offed Kennedy the Kennedy one I, I don't know who did it 9-11 I still don't think we did it I mean I, I like I said it's open but I'm leaning more towards that it wasn't or wasn't an inside job, so. Um, there's other crazy conspiracies. Like, Where were the, those pilots trained? No, again, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense that I need answers to, but I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Osama bin Laden and all them paid some, some hefty change to get them pilot's license. Never know. I mean, yeah, but if they did, I mean, what... My thing is, if it comes through the United States, if the training or the license or whatever comes through the United States, and then that turns around and happens, it's a big, big red flag, a big asterisk. By well, back then, airport security us, wasn't nearly as strict. As strict as it is now. Now, no, now, yeah, if something like that happened, they're gonna be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Like, if you, yeah, like in the movie Yes Man, it seems a little bit far fetched and ridiculous, but it it kind of makes sense. Like, if you go learn Korean, get your pilot's license, and you're taking spontaneous trips through the airport, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck's going on here, bud?" Yeah, and back so, but back then they would have never blink, uh, blinked. You know, gave a second look to it. They just right. went, eh, it's you know, it's nothing. You know, uh, a lot of people are gonna sound are gonna say this sounds really heartless, but I think the people that I that I have not necessarily an issue with, but a very big question mark for. Don't get me wrong; I'm not trying to disrespect these dead people, especially not the victims that were in the buildings. But the people on the planes, what would happen to someone if they kicked this door in and came in here with only a box cutter and it's you and I? That was the point I was about to make. And now, granted, you cannot. <laughs> so when events like that happen, you have a weird fight or flight instinct to kick right. in. Right. Or you freeze. Yeah, you freeze. A lot of people do freeze. Some people, so for instance, um, I think it was Steven Ranella. Uh, Remy Warren and all these other guys who were hunters, you can hear about it on Joe Rogan's podcast, they got um, charged by a grizzly bear. Right. There was like seven of them. And, they, and Joe asked them about it. He's like, you know, what's going through your head? And they said, honestly, nothing. Like, you're not thinking of you, anything. Right. He said, you're literally at this state of being where you're just, you're not even thinking, you're, you're just, just doing what, acting. Yeah, yeah. You're just going off stuff and you don't know why. It's like this weird primal thing. Right. And now a lot of people do freeze, but at the same time, when you got a plane full of people, one hundred percent, I feel like 
if someone came in here with a box car with me and you, I feel like our, I would I would like our, our chances. Odds, yeah, I would I would love our odds of survival. At this now point. imagine if we it's, might get cut up a little right, bit, but, but I guarantee we'll, you we we'll would live. fuck them up before they fucked us up. Now imagine if it was me, you, Brandon, Usher, Brandon Perry. Um, okay, but yeah, you also don't have martial artists on these planes, probably. I mean, I highly doubt any of them were like jujitsu purple belts and stuff like this. But I guarantee you. But no, if you would have had all us on there, I guarantee you that person probably would have got their neck broke. I mean, my thing is, we're gonna die anyway. This person has come with the sole intent of killing us. Yeah. So what the hell? Am I just gonna lay here and no, or no. sit here and let them kill me? Or are we gonna? And so when I say I have a question, or we're gonna see how bad you want to kill me, right? When I say I have a question mark, I don't mean anything disrespectful by that. Uh, Don't report this video or anything like that. Uh, It's just, again, that's where all of my questions come in. It's like, what were y'all doing? How did these people get this training or the license and so on and so forth? Thought jet fuel wasn't supposed to melt the steel, shit like that, you know. And so it just, yeah. And the whole jet not jet fuel not melting steel beams. I don't know how accurate that is, honestly. It um, it is fairly accurate, but also you have to take into account the excess heat. You have to take into account um, the amount of weight that's coming down on these beams. Right. Because. It, you know, when these things are collapsing like this, you're having multiple floors come down. Mm-hmm. Plus, now they're heated and they're malleable. Right. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So, there's a lot of things that go into it that, like I said, yeah, are fishy. But at the same time, there's also a lot of things in there that I, I just believe were a freak. Now, were a freak, I've, a terrorist attack. I've seen some I mean, videos. Chris Kyle. Right. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some videos. Now, of course, it's the internet. Of course, they could be modified or altered but it showed little small explosions throughout the building so no those small explosions are you talking about from like the outside where you just see little puffs of smoke yeah so what that is is actually is like what i was talking about earlier it's each floor collapsing down and what it's I'm doing saying it blowing it was, out it was before the impact though no there wasn't one before the impact I have to. You have, have to go, go back, back because I know the ones you're talking about, but it's after the impact. And what it is, it's happening below. So like the impact's up here, but it's happening down here. And what's happening is, is the floors collapsing down on top of each other. Right. So you're having a bunch of energy and a bunch of debris right. shooting, shooting out. And out that's of, how you get right. your. Uh, that's how you get the puffs of smoke. Yeah, I got you. I'll. I'll but go no back building. Then. But then we got to talk about building seven because building seven's a controlled demolition, like 100. percent right. Like it's. People say, oh well, it was caused by. Um, you know, damage from the other buildings, which they're far enough away. I don't understand why the uh, damage from other other buildings and that stuff falling is going to cause it to fall. I don't think but the it way would. it falls, it falls at like free fall speed, where it's just like, right, like it just didn't make sense to me. I mean, again, who knows? This is all it's pure speculation. I don't have any. Not going to sit up here and Tom DeLong you and act like I have. Dude, Tom DeLong's a fucking lunatic right i don't have any inside information i do believe aliens are real i do too um, and i think you're absolutely insane if you don't think they do i also believe it's mathematically that they are, improbable i believe aliens are 
when I say amongst us, I don't mean literally here, but I mean just throughout this nation somewhere. I believe that everyday people have come into contact with aliens and just didn't know it. But I, no, I won't go as far as saying that. But so weirdly enough, speaking of mushrooms, there's a few animals on this planet, like octopuses mm-hmm. or octopi, octopi and jellyfish and mushrooms. They're all very fucking alien. Like you, especially an octopus. Right. You watch an octopus; those things are smart. And they have multiple savage. brains. Yeah, they have multiple brains that control each tentacle. Those things can like flatten their body out and like yeah, escape all these tight quarters. They're the weirdest fucking Those are animals. Aliens, ever. man. They're yeah. aliens. Um, jellyfish are very similar. And then you also have mushrooms. Mushrooms DNA makes no sense whatsoever. Like there's a lot of weird yeah. um, stuff going on with those DNA. So maybe I don't know. Um, but I do believe there are such things as aliens, and it's mathematically improbable to say that they don't. What about clones? Clones? Yeah. What, what do you mean by clones? Do you think people have been cloned? Uh, I don't know if people have been cloned. I know animals have been. Right. I think uh, people have. I don't. I don't know. Now I do worry about like what was it reincarnation? That's yeah. weird because you look at like a bunch of uncanny resemblances and all these weird yeah. stories, but then. Reincarnation doesn't necessarily make sense, but at the same time, it kind of does right. because if you have a soul, you know, it's matter. Yeah. It has to be matter. Right. But matter can't be created nor destroyed, so it leaves right. your body. And once it leaves your body, it's like what happens to your consciousness? Yeah. Which technically would be your soul. Right. People probably are going to watch this and think that I believe in every single fucking conspiracy. They're going to think you're like Eddie there. Bravo. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not that bad. Um,. When I say I think uh, people have come into like everyday people have come into yeah. contact with aliens, I don't mean a little green thing with an upside down teardrop shaped head that pisses out of his finger. <laughs> um, I just mean again altered, altered human life, kind of. If that makes sense. Like kind of like um, genetic engineering. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what uh, Sumerians believe. Sumerians believe that uh, these beings from another earth, they called them the Anunnaki, uh, came down and they had a hand in creating humans. And we were, they actually genetically engineered us as slaves uh, hmm. to help mine gold. And, that, and not, not saying I believe this, I'm just saying right. this is what they believe. That's why if you look at a lot of ancient Sumerian and like Egyptian artwork, You'll see a lot of human hybrids. Like you'll see people with like heads of an eagle, right, bodies man. of a lion, right. stuff like that. And those are like what they called failed genetic mutations because they were trying to find the most optimal slave. I got you. Um, but there's a weird, yeah. There's just like weird stuff that happens with the human race that doesn't make sense that happened very quickly. For instance, um, I mean now they have kind of like somewhat of an explanation. They believe hunting uh, is actually what started helping our. Um, ability to communicate like our ability to communicate really helped us take bounds in our brain uh, development than hunting did you know yeah. the more food better food um, also having to st- uh, strategize hunts out um, and having to learn to communicate better it actually made us have leaps and bounds as far as our mental uh, capacities so, yeah I mean there's some explanation but there are also things that we don't have any explanation for right. like why it is 
Uh, I think we've talked about this before. Maybe it was off the air, but uh, do you believe in Bigfoot? I think I know the answer to that. Ah, yeah. So, Bigfoot. Um, reason I ask is because I believe in mermaids. Mermaids um, are bullshit. I don't think they're the beautiful Disney creatures like Ariel, but I do believe, and I also don't believe they are legitimately half human, half fish. I think they are a cross between a fish and something else, but I don't think they are what people have in their mind. They're mermaids. mantises. That's what they are. <laughs> and that's how the story got started for people being out on the sea too long and getting really desperate, hadn't seen their wives in a while, and they looked at the manatee and they're like, hey, that looks like a human. That's what I think. But then again, I don't know. Um, Bigfoot, though, I want to believe Bigfoot. Want I want to. to, but at the same time, it's just, it doesn't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I mean, okay, so it's been this long, and you mean to tell me this right. race of primates has been living in the woods for so long. Right. And has not even been caught yet. Not even a, like, a shred uh, of evidence. Right. Now, what I. I'm I, slowly losing faith on the Bigfoot. I did want to believe two things. One, I wanted to believe the Loch Ness Monster. I had, I still think that could be true. Of course, I think it could be true. Um, I don't think it is if it's a freshwater being. Um, I mean, have you ever seen a fucking sturgeon? Or yeah. like a, a, I mean, fish can get huge. Right. I just, I don't think, I feel like people are advanced enough and we have enough technology and all of that good shit to explore fresh water to the point where we'd find just about all of the life that exists in fresh water. Well, we we still don't even know what's in 80% of our oceans. Like the but oceans the o- are still a mystery to but us. But see, that's the thing. If it's in if it's a salt water being, well there where, there's animals that can go between fresh and salt water. Yeah, there are. Um I think bull sharks can. Bull sharks can. That's why they're my favorite Which shark. fucking terrifies me because those things are aggressive, too. Yeah. Just imagine swimming in the lake and the next thing you know you're getting eaten by a shark. It's like, what in the... F- this, is a, this is a bad horror movie. Right. What is happening um, here? Of co- yeah, there are more species of animals that, uh, that can go from salt to fresh. It's just, again, I feel like as far as freshwater beings... We as, we, as people, would be able to eventually come across it, much like Bigfoot. The woods, especially here in America, aren't aren't untouched by man. No, they're not. Right. So, I feel like the woods would have been explored enough here in America to come across either Bigfoot or solid fucking evidence. Yeah, we would have found evidence by now, but they're yeah. finding Bigfoot came up with the most ludicrous expl- explanation of that. They said that uh, raccoons uh, eat Bigfoot skeletal remains. They said that's why we've never find, uh, found them. And I'm like, what kind of witch doctory bullshit explanation are you trying to tell me right now? The raccoons eat Bigfoot bones. How, how do you know that? Right. How do you know that? I also wanted to believe uh, the Megalodon was real. I still think the Megalodon could be real. Very much possible. Because, Very possible. again, 
Very realistically ocean, possible. Yeah. Because if you take something like a fucking whale shark, which is massive, yeah. I think the thing either, I want to say it weighs like either 41,000 pounds. 41,000? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I was about to say, I was like, I'm pretty sure it weighs at least a ton, and then I remember a ton's only 2,000 pounds. Yeah, I think Guys, that's... Guys, it's been a, a long day for me. I, I, I'm tired as all get out. Don't quote me on that. I think I saw that on Shark Week this past this Shark year, because gotta love Shark Week. Dude, I used to, like, I remember I used to get excited about it. Now I don't really care. Oh, fuck you, dude. No, I mean, it's not that I don't care. Like, I'll watch stuff on Shark Week, but it's not like when I was a kid. No, nah, I mean, like, it's I, Shark Week. Yeah, I don't sit there and, I mean, my TV is on either ESPN or Discovery most of the time anyway, because it's either Discovery, I mean, ESPN or Naked and Afraid. And so. I want to be on that show. It'd be fun. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you another investigation discovery. Yeah. I have I have a really bad uh, guilty pleasure shit. of that channel. Really? Yeah, I love it. I'll tell you another thing I have a guilty pleasure of is going on YouTube and looking up stolen Valor videos. I talked to Blake Grice about one because he has one that's famous now. You see really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, look up Blake Grice stolen Valor video. Um, there's a guy that was outside of his gym, mm-hmm. and he told the story on my podcast. He actually got a lot of backlash for it. Um, so what happened was is that he was outside his gym with his kids and his uh this guy comes up and was like looks at me and said you better be careful out here boy and he was like for those of y'all who don't know Blake Grice like you listen to the podcast you know you you'll hear the story but for those of y'all who don't know Blake Grice Blake Grice is not the man to fuck with right um he's been you know bad by the fuck yeah he is a bad dude and uh Blake was like um excuse me and so Blake approached him and Blake didn't know what was going to happen so he had his phone on just in case and so he was recording and then the guy was wearing like a he was wearing a shirt with like a five star general uh this guy was claiming to be in the army uh, he said he, the guy couldn't read apparently Blake took him over to his car and was like what does this say and it was a picture of the or a, a decal of the citadel because he's a seminal a citadel alumni and the guy was like, sir, I'm colorblind. He's like, sir, I'm colorblind. He was like, okay, but you can still fucking read it, even if you're colorblind. And the guy said that. Uh, Boy, Grice is bad, man. Yeah, he was like, man, he said, there's black people out here. They change at night. And he was like, that's extremely racist. He was like, no, it's not. Because then he called uh, one of his fighters over at the time. And he was like, hey, this uh, he's black. Is he dangerous? Do you hate him? And he was like, no. He's like, call him the N-word. I dare you. And, um. Like Blake just kept going, like kept going on and on and on, and um, apparently I think the guy might have been on drugs. Yeah, is what it was, and yeah, Blake. Yeah, picked the wrong person to fuck with. I'll, but yeah, look, I'll, 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 sh- I'll show it. I'll show it to you when, like, yeah. I'll try to find well, it online. Can, yeah, I'll I'll look for it. And I'll send it to you. Yeah, but it's a it's a pretty good one. I mean, it was pretty cool. I remember seeing that, and I was like, that sounds like Blake Grice. Yeah. And then I remember seeing the Citadel thing, and I was like, that's definitely Blake Grice. Yeah. And then I saw it on his channel, and I was like, holy crap, Blake he's got Grice a video. Blake Grice is a cool guy, too. He is a cool guy. He's a really cool guy. Yeah. And it's a shame that he got he caught such a backlash for it, because they, uh, they tried to say that he was bullying a mentally ill person. And Blake was like, no, that's not what happened. So yeah. he had to go tell the story. He made a video so the media could see the other half of the story. 
I feel like the mentally ill thing is and then that's gonna fucking kill me but I feel like the mentally ill thing is an excuse a scapegoat uh, it is cause anytime somebody does something fucked up and people hold them accountable for it they're rant they're all of a sudden mentally, mentally Ill. Ill. Well, no, so for like the stolen valor thing, now there are some cases where people you probably shouldn't be giving right. that much of time a day to them. Like right. you shouldn't be berating some cuz some of them you can tell are like legitimately mentally ill and have problems and it's like what are you gaining out of this? You're not going to stop them from doing anything. Um but then again, the ones who are like on drugs right or who are just like stupid. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't sit there and back it up and be like, oh, well, they're mentally ill. It's like mental illness is a real thing. I'm not denying that. I'm not it, saying it mental definitely it, it's is. Not, a, not saying that it's not a problem because it definitely is. Right. But every time someone does something bad, we can't hide behind the light of, oh, they're mentally ill so we can push it off on something. Right. Like for the gun issue. Here's our one per video. Uh, the gun issue. Was, Anytime anyone does anything bad, they jump to the uh, – it's mental illness so it's – it's not their fault. It's the gun's fault. So, and it's like, no, you cannot do that. You know, I I saw somebody. I won't say her name, but uh, she's a good friend of mine, and uh, I really I love her parents, their entire family. Uh, exactly, what you're talking about. Huh? Yep. Yeah. Um. She she posted something one day that was about pit bulls, a very misunderstood breed of dog. Uh, and I won't get into all of that about pit bulls, but she she posted something and it was talking about how people need to blame the owners and not the dogs. So me being me, me being comfortable enough with with her to talk about things that we disagree on and all of that, I commented on the post and said, hmm, this applies to so many other subjects that I would not get into. Simply because she I doesn't. I would have one hundred percent got it. I said, "Hmm, sounds like guns." <laughs> well, I mean, me being me and her being my friend, I've, of course, that conversation took place in Facebook messages. It wasn't something that I felt the need to to get into on the post because it would have again changed the narrative of. Or taking the focus away from pit bulls. And yeah. I love pit bulls just as much as my guns. So, Yeah, pit bulls are very much understood. I've got a pit bull, and everyone talks about, I would never let a pit bull around a young child. Yeah. My niece has spent a lot of time around my pit. And yeah. not Nothing's once has my pit happened. ever done anything to her. Exactly. Matter of fact, they're best friends. Right. She... The only thing is, is sometimes we have to watch my niece around the because Nala, she'll, you know, Nala will be over there, and sometimes Hadley, she's kind of young, she doesn't necessarily right. understand. She might hit her a little bit, but Nala's very patient. She won't snap at her or anything. Right. She'll just kind of like, you know, yeah, like move out of the way. But so with guns, I actually had someone, you know, I was talking about, uh, we we started discussing it, and like we got into it on the Facebook. It was in the Facebook comment thread, and I was like, and I'm t- I get tired of it. I'm like, you can message me if you want to talk about this. Right. Um, and it's someone that we used to go to high school with. Oh, God. She was my grade, though. She was a year above you, so. Yeah. And she's she's given all these bogus statistics or bogus reasonings for, you know, 
you know, for getting rid of guns. And I'm sitting here and I'm hitting her with the evidence. I'm like, you know, here's the statistics. Is it somebody that I know? Probably not. Oh. And um, she messaged me and I was like, and I, because I was like, I'll even send you articles that show, yeah. you know, guns actually save exponentially more lives than they take. Right. And, you know, all these other statistics showing that violent crime goes up when you get rid of the guns, like especially in Australia, especially in Europe, right. uh, stuff like that. And she was like, well, I'd love to see this. I'm like, well, first of all, all you have to do is turn on the fucking news. Because how often do you hear about something bad happening in Europe? All the time. You know, someone opens fire or someone goes on a stabbing spree. Yeah. Um, I mean, it happens all the time in Europe. My question is, in fucking America, why don't these mass shootings take place at a place like a shooting range or a police department or somewhere where fire would be returned that shit doesn't happen because guns are readily available to be used to defend people you might and be save able, lives you might be able to shoot one person but by the time you do that you're catching another one to the head exactly so, i mean so it's think not really gonna it. be a spree if someone again i carry if someone approached us at fucking B-dubs. Yeah. Because nobody's expected to have a gun in B-dubs on a Saturday night watching fights, generally. But you never know. But somebody comes in there with an AR-15 since that's the big evil gun that's the news. Super, it's super automatic it's and the most powerful gun to a ever. fully semi-automatic yeah. rifle. But, fully uh, semi-automatic <laughs> But somebody comes in B-dubs with an AR-15, and I have my little old 9mm. Well, they fire off three shots. I draw, I shoot, I hit them. Oh, gun's still the problem? Like... No, and that was the thing. She, she sent me all these articles talking about how guns take more and that violent, like, gun crime will stop and all this stuff. And she sent me articles. I don't even think she fucking read them. Probably Because I was not. like, did you read these by chance? First of all, Three of these sources that you sent me are notably left-wing, and they're super liberal, and not saying I'm left or right-wing. I'm just saying, right. like, it's known. They have an agenda. Like, all you have to do is quick... First of all, the names alone give it away that they're super, super liberal. Secondly, they even admitted they would be like, well... Um, they are talking about, like, well, it works in this country, and then they, they would talk about Chicago, and then they would brush it aside. Right. And I'm like, see, there you go. You take away guns. Chicago has the most strictest gun laws. And Chicago's a fucking war zone. War zone. And all this stuff. And I started to read it. And she was just like, oh. Like, she just kind of acted like. Like it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. And then talking about, like, the Europe thing. She was like, well, see, this is what this article says. And I'm like, so did you read this one as well? And she's like, yeah, I did. And I was like, because it literally says that violent crime did go up. Right. I was like, they, now they break it down a different way. And they give you statistics that sound better. Like, they make the statistics sound lesser by um, the way they worded it. And yeah. then they also try to break it up about certain things. Yeah. But I was like, if you look at it, it's literally saying the exact same thing I'm saying. Yeah. It's just no one wants to admit it. I had, a, uh, I had another teacher, former teacher of mine that, again, I love dearly. And we were having a conversation about it. And she sent me an article from this uh, nurse that worked in the ER. Yeah. And it was saying... Something like uh, an AR-15, uh, the bullet hole is the size of a grapefruit, and the the wounds that she'd seen that were caused by an AR-15 were some of the most traumatic things she's seen in her life. And I'm just, 
and it's like okay either you're not well versed in guns or you only take patients that have been shot by an AR-15 yeah because I guarantee my 308 would blow you to shreds at that I mean, point. If not literally, but... Yeah, if people saw the bullets, like the bullet yeah. comparisons. Yeah, 30-06 is almost <laughs> double the size. Almost. Not saying it is, but right. it's almost. Um, I had a friend of mine's mother. Um, she talked about She's like, they, there's no reason to have these military-grade weapons. And I'm like, well... What military-grade right. weapons I'm like, do you're we right. Have? Civilians do not need military-grade weapons. An AR-15 is not a military-grade weapon. She was like, it is. My husband used to serve. And I'd be like, okay, that's great. Like, I'm not I'm not saying that he didn't. I'm saying, ask him what branches uses AR-15s. And, of course, it's none. None. So she sends me an article shortly after, and it's like, well, it was meant to be used as a military weapon. I was like, keyword, meant, meant to. to be. It yes, isn't, though. It's not. Because it's not strong enough. Right. It's not strong enough. It's not powerful enough. AR-10s. They can be. They um, can they're, be. they're called something else in the military. I think that was like M something, like an M. Probably 14. 40. Yeah. But basically Either an it's an M4 all, or an M14. I forget what it, uh, what it is for the yeah. military, but um, it's a fully automatic version of it. And so an AR-10 for civilians is still necessary. I mean, but right. my, my 308 has just as much, actually does more damage than what a... Uh, an AR-15 would do. Definitely. People just they they hear the they hear the term AR-15. They assume that AR stands for assault rifle. Um, Does not stand for assault it, rifle. It you know now I the very first gun I bought was my 22. You've seen it, mm-hmm. and it's a sport model. So guess what it looks like? An AR-15. Well. I no joke. This is just a little bit of a story, I guess, for whatever reason. I'd showed, I'd shown my grandparents a picture of the gun the day before I bought it, and then I went to Grady's Great Outdoors in Anderson, South Carolina, on Clemson Boulevard. Shout out to them, my favorite outdoor store. Um, I went the next day, bought my gun. I come back, and no joke, I showed it to my granddad, and he says. Oh, son, we got to talk. You got a problem. I'm just like, what? Yeah, it's... I got a problem. I couldn't afford the actual one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I could have. I just knew what yeah. I was buying. I bought a 22. It was my first gun. So it just it looked big and badass. And Well, like that... Um... <laughs> The nine Moretta, uh, the nine Moretta, the Beretta nine mil I was wanting to buy. It's actually been made uh, specifically engineered for like combat people, mm-hmm. and it's got a specific um, the slide on it. Is made for like say if they get shot in the arm or something like they can't lift it, or something happens to their arm. You can actually uh, you can it has like grooves in it. You can attach one of the grooves to part of your vest, and you push it like that, and it wrecks oh, it. That's sweet. And, um, I'll have to show you. It's pretty nifty. Um, yeah. Now, for someone like me wearing a t-shirt, it's probably not going to do shit. Right. But, like, this is, like, if you're... It's and specifically made for people who, yeah. you know, did combat. And it's, right. it's kind of... And it's nice. It's lightweight. But, yeah, I mean, I don't... I think guns are not as big a problem as people I, say. we got to get back to the UFC card. I was just thinking that as we were talking. I was like, we have not even finished the 227 card. Didn't finish cards. at all. Let's go. So, let's go ahead and do it before we get off topic. 227, Henry Cejudo... Demetrius Johnson, TJ Dillashaw, Cody Garbrandt. 
I'm taking TJ Dillashaw by unanimous decision, and I am taking Demetrius Johnson that by... That fight f- is not going to decision. Yes, it is. That fight's good. Someone's getting knocked it's out. It's going to decision. And I'm taking Demetrius Johnson fourth round submission. I'm not going to give my predictions like that, but um, I would say Demetrius Johnson beats Cejudo. I would say it's probably... I would say that goes to decision. I'll say it goes to decision. Then I have TJ. Uh, I would say probably knocking out Cody Garbrandt again. I think he might do the same thing. He might. He might. He's gonna rock him and then head kick him and then jump on top and TKO victory type thing. Or I mean not TKO but KO victory. Um, that's what I see happening. So Hudo and and then I hear T. Then I think TJ calls out DJ. And then Dana White's like, money, 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 money. According to DJ, this is just according to Demetrius Johnson. Is that he has no interest in fighting TJ because he knows he'd get that ass whooped. He said, uh, if I'm correct, I saw it on the Embedded, not this episode, but so not episode four, but I believe it was episode three. He said that uh, he was willing to fight TJ. Now... This is just according to him, but one, he wanted $2 million, understandable, as well as uh, he had the shoulder surgery, I believe, and that's when they offered him the fight, and he's like, well... fight's been offered more than one time. Yeah, uh, I believe the first time that that he turned it down was a money issue. The, the money would have come. Money 100% would have come. Um, but the, the he thing might is... Not have, it might not have been what he wanted. It's probably not... Like, he's wanting to think he can get Conor McGregor, like, four mil type stuff. If and he asks for $2 million, they're going to make $2 million. They're going to make more than that, I agree. Right. But I'm saying is... They, have a, they can pay that man $2 million. Uh, I mean, that, yes, that's a steep can. price. Like, that's for, like... That's for, like, their top sellers, and I don't think Dana wants to pay him that much. You think that's... What? I don't think Dana would want to pay him that that much. DC, Dana would probably pay him over a million. DC sure. and Stipe only got 500 or and I think DC got 500 k yeah. and Stipe got 750 k Again. And it was a shitty pay-per-view sale. That was a shitty pay-per-view sale. I'm sure that thing probably sold millions. Mm-mm. That was really? a shitty pay-per-view sale. Really? Yeah. I didn't see. I didn't look. I didn't listen to the post-fight conference. I want to like say. Usually, uh, usually, I listen to the post-fight conference as I'm going to sleep that night. Yeah, me too. Um, I want to say the uh, the pay-per-view sales were uh, like three hundred and eighty thousand. If I'm correct. Now, that is... right? Yeah. That is according to uh, Big Brown, Brendan Shaw. So... And I feel like his... Just under 400,000. Yeah. He said 380,000. Estimates are about 380,000. Yeah. Correct. Hmm. So... I stand corrected. Now, that was... and that, But we have to remember that was also without... Blessed and T City fighting either. Yes. They were supposed to fight. And outside of them, that 
there was really no one else fighting. Yeah, it was a. Uh, uh, well, you had Ngannou and Ngannou Lewis. and Lewis. Uh, who fought before them? It wasn't like it was a card that it was a decent card. Yeah, it no. was a card for casuals and purists. It wasn't like two seventeen. No, like two seventeen. I think is the best card they've put together. Let's see. I'm gonna look up UFC top uh, pay per views all time. Uh, it was. I know Connor Diaz. Did. Yeah, it was McGregor Diaz two. I believe. I think it did one point six. Okay, so the first one. Uh, we need to hire somebody like Jamie. I do need a Jamie. <laughs> so this is could. weird. So the other day when I was looking at something like this, it was um, it was Lesnar and Lesnar. I think Mir were second, but this is showing pay per view buys. This is it shows Diaz, Diaz McGregor two McGregor Diaz Alvarez Diaz, uh, UFC one hundred, Aldo McGregor, Jesus Christ McGregor's been at the top of almost all of these. Duh. Yes, Lesnar and Mir. Um, Lesnar and Mir were right. Lesnar Mir was like three or four. So. You know what I think I'm gonna get when I leave here. What? Some chips and queso. Dude, I was I don't know what I want to get tonight. I'm hungry as shit. I almost went to I almost went to Chick fil A but I didn't. Yeah. Oh actually no, I'm gonna stop by my job, pick up. Okay, so this is okay, this one's showing different. Um it's saying the top of all time was uh McGregor D S two. Mm-hmm. Um then second is Lesnar Frank Mir. Number three, McGregor Nate Diaz. One. Number four, McGregor Eddie Alvarez. Number four, tied for four, was um, uh, what's his name, Alvarez and McGregor. McGregor and Alvarez sold that much, dude. Two of five. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. two of five sold a shit. First ton of ever card in MSG, as well as Connor going for the double champ. And CM Punk was on that, wasn't he? Or was he on 206? I want to say he was on 206. Let's see. I need, I need anyone who wants to be my producer who can operate the computer, that'd be great. I want to say it was 206. Fight card. Woodley and Thompson. Then you had JJ and Carolina. Nah, CM Weidman Punk. Romero. No way CM Punk was on that. No, he wasn't. Because he was the main event on the card he was on. No, he wasn't. He was, he was the first fight on the card. Against two. Against Mickey Gall? When he fought Mickey Gall? Yeah, he wasn't the main event. You sure? Positive. Hmm. I got a pee off the back. Oh, that probably made a lot of noise. Yeah, sure did. Now, let's see... UFC CM Punk debut UFC card. It's two of three. Okay, I was wrong. UFC two of three. Hmm. 
Damn, that was actually a really decent card. That wasn't bad at all. Oh, man. So, yeah, those of you watching, we're kind of like rambling along here, honestly. Like, I'm a little sleep deprived. Uh, Joel, I'm probably going to have to message you after this, man. I don't think I'm going to make it to training tonight with you and Eric and Brandon, probably. As much as I'd want to, man, dude, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm beat, and I need sleep. I 100% need sleep right now. Let's see your recording. Okay. Nate Diaz started a live video. I don't think here. Ooh, the wait is over. It's official UFC 229. Woo! Yes. October 6th. Official Khabib McGregor. JJ Rose. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I swear. No way. No. I was, dude, I would, I, would, I would blow a load all over this. Oh, dude, I about got excited. I was so glad I got to watch a rerun of her fight where she beat up Tisha Torres uh, this dude, past Saturday. So, 203 was the fight that, uh, what's his name, fought on? CM Punk. Okay. And this is the main event. Stipe, Overeem, Komain, Verdum, Travis Brown, then CM Punk and Gall. Fuck. Then Faber versus Jimmy Rivera. Oh, yeah, because we didn't watch. At least I wasn't there. You might not have been there. I wasn't. You might not have been, but I remember being there because I couldn't hear him come out the cult of personality. Yeah, I wasn't there because I didn't see. I would have remembered. Had I saw favorite lose that fight to Jimmy Rivera. So for those, I'm about to repost this. About to do a little reposting action of the the poster. Yeah, I'm pick up me a couple of watermelons, man. Some watermelon. Yeah. Well, my job has them on sale right now, like three ninety nine. And so. I'm going to buy at least two of them while they're on sale. Ooh, dude, I want to see who else is rumored. Let's look up who else is rumored for 206. Okay. You mean for 206? I mean not 206. 229? Um, 229, yeah. Who's, oh, 228 is uh, Woodley and Teal. Fight card rumored. I'm, I'm going to take Woodley in that one. Juicy deets here. Uh-uh. Oh, man. I would be a little upset if this is the case because I don't think he should be. But, but, Sean O'Malley teases co-main spot for 229. Why shouldn't he be? I don't know. I think it's too soon for him to be co-main. But I really? Would, I, wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be opposed to it. It's the sugar show, man. Dude, I'm, I'm cool with it. I fuck with that guy so hard. According to Sugar Sean O'Malley, so he's claimed to be getting the co-main slot at 229 in October. Then he bagged the hottest chick in the UFC. I understand. Gotta respect it. Who would he be fighting? That's what I'm trying to see. He fights at lightweight? 
He is. Let's see. Yeah, he fights that lightweight. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Let's see. No, lightweight for the massive lightweight title fight, Conor versus Khabib. Now I'm saying this Sugar Show fight at lightweight. No, 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 no. He fights at. Um, he fights at. Uh, what's he fight at? Is it? I think he's a. Is he a bantamweight? Yeah, he's a bantamweight. Oh wow, I'm tripping then. Yeah. Oh, at bantamweight, I can think of some matches for him then. Who? Um, depending on where he's ranked, although the rankings don't really matter nowadays. You got uh, who's the guy just got his head kicked off by Marlon Moraes? Jimmy Rivera. You got uh, Aljamain Sterling. Oh, oh shit. Heading towards. I can't wait to hear this. Okay, never mind. I saw Robert Whitaker for 230. Oh. The return of McGregor. Screw the middleweight division, man. An overexcited major champion. But yeah, I think Sugar Show would. Uh, you got Aljamain Sterling. You got people like uh, Joe Soto. Yes. I would be okay with that. I would 100% be okay with that. The rumor for 230, Robert Whitaker fighting Chris Weidman. I would be okay with that. I just saw where Weidman and Rockhold were signing the battle agreement. I'm just saying this is what this rumor mill right here is saying. Kevin wow. Lee and George St. Pierre has been... Has been what? This is a rumor for 230. GSP versus Kevin Lee. <laughs> Calling for a new 165-pound weight class to I be introduced. So. And if that happens, uh, he wants the former two-weight champion in a fight for the new belt. <sighs> that <sighs> is what I'm talking about. Here's how I think they should do the weight classes. Hold up. Let's see. 115-125. And oh, 135, and now 45 for the women. But I think they should just do 25, 35, 45, 55, 65, 75, 85. I'm telling that you, That makes man. the most sense. It wouldn't be a clusterfuck everywhere. Dude, just imagine that. Whitaker, Weidman, Kevin Lee, GSP. Who would you have in the main event spot? You'd have to have GSP, Kevin Lee in the main event. You'd have to. I would agree. Whitaker and Weidman, though. That's a solid co-main. That, that would be a solid co-main. Who would come in behind that? Thug Rose. Versus? Whoever. JJ. Nah. I want to nah. see a third one. I don't care what anyone says. I it won't J- happen. I but... want JJ to fight one more person. Honestly. Nunez Cyborg. That would be amazing. Because apparently, apparently they have, a, I don't want to say anything official, but from what I have heard. They've signed battle agreements? Yeah, they have come to an agreement as far as what they feel, what okay. they deem to be fair. You um, know what I, you know what I think that. the So you UFC... have Kevin Lee, GSP. Right. Getting saucy with that one. Then you got Whitaker, Whitaker and Whiteman. Another, I could get another down with good that. one. I could get down with that all <sighs> the way. That's solid. I could get. I could. Mm, 
I, I that's can, solid. I can mess with that. And then you have before that Cyborg versus Nunez. <sighs> Dude, that's a fucking <sighs> card. What about throwing Dom on there? Ooh. Having Dom. I mean, I know it's a far time away, but he might need it. Yeah, Dom could open the main card. Man. This is getting yeah. my... This is getting my... Uh... Man. Ooh, Bantamweight, Sugar Sean O'Malley versus... Uh, who, who could he fight? Who could I mean, fight? think about it. You got Jim Rivera, who's coming off the knockout loss to... Marlon Marais. I gotta take a lead. Sweet, I'll throw some ideas out here. Uh, at bantamweight, you could also do Sugar Sean O'Malley versus somebody like Aljamain Sterling, guy with a name that's a good fighter. Uh, wow, now he's got me pondering this um, two thirty card. Wow. Let's see if you got GSP Kevin Lee main event. Personally, if I was if I was running the UFC, maybe maybe one card uh, would be like a night of main events or something, and it'd just be a fight card stacked with nothing but fights that would be a main event on any other card. So Kevin Lee GSP Whitaker Whiteman. Uh, Cyborg Nunez, maybe uh, mm, trying to think, maybe goodness, you got middleweight there. You got uh, oh, if it were up to me, I'd throw the uh, Valentina Shevchenko versus uh, Nico Monatano on there. Just like I said, every every fucking fight be be a possible main event for any other card if I were in charge of shit, but I'm not, so nobody gives a shit what I think. Um Wow. But for two two seven, like I said, I think it's a uh I think it's a card for purist. If you're not a an avid fan of the sport, it probably won't appeal to you. And it'll probably be that way up until Conor McGregor and Khabib fight each other. That's about the only card coming up that'll be for purist, and that's 229. So, yeah, 227's for purist. Uh, Two two eight would be Woodley and Teal. Probably also for purist, even though it shouldn't be. Um, Brandon just reminded me of something. What's that? Sit down with this, because I'm gonna need to sit down. Yoel Romero versus Paulo Costa. <sighs> Juice City. Juice City. Juice City. Like. If you don't know who Yoel Romero is, you, well, you should. You should. Um, but he, to sum it up, he beat Kel Sanderson in a wrestling match on the international yeah. level. Um, tells you how bad he, how much of a badass he is. And dude is what forty one? 
He's like 41 years old. And he looks old. like a fucking Pokemon. Like, it's looks ridiculous. Like if, he looks like Machamp. Yeah, he's somebody that he looks like the way maybe a 12-year-old kid would create themselves on a video game. His, like, he's gotten muscles in places, more, more places than I even have places. Right. Like, this dude, dude is, is just jacked. Built. And then Paulo Costa. Is not Costa, far behind him. Is, yeah, is not far behind. And he is on all the drugs. Gotta all be. of them. And dude is like... Rumor he says, probably cries testosterone. Oh, I'm sure. Or, anab- or you know, <laughs> estrogen or drink, yeah, or something. Like, you could drink that and you'd be good for life. <laughs> Dude, Both of them. Uh, Nowitzki better. better. Oh, if neither one of those guys pops, it's bought. It's bought. It, it's because you know Nowitzki's somewhere on a, <laughs> right, on, on vacation on like Hawaii taking yeah, a picture, on, right? Uh, you know, you know they got that fight it's, down. It's rumored that that the UFC is wanting to save. Uh, this is again just all speculation that the UFC is wanting Paulo Costa and Stylebender to meet up for the middleweight championship eventually. Uh, one thing I was saying while you were gone. Uh, Said, I think the U, if I were in charge of the UFC, I'd do something like a Get Night of Mayhem. Get No. <laughs> I would. No. Uh, I'd do like a Night of Main events where the entire main card is full of fights that could possibly be, or that would be main events on any other card. So I just posted that. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. We're going to get back to it. but You uh, do it all the time. I just posted that on Instagram, the official poster. Oh yeah, and uh, Nina Morelli, little, she's a female aspiring MMA fighter at a UFC gym. Talked about how excited she was. So I'm commenting back. Shout out Nina. Um, never to let her know. She just got a shout out. Yeah, man. Uh, I think the I think the card is. Like I said, I think it's from from. But yeah, a ma- like a ma- so pay per view. I mean, a main event. Told or, y'all he cuts me off all sorry. the time. Yeah, I well, I had to get back on track before we started talking about guns again. Oh, I wasn't about <laughs> to say anything about guns. No, I know we just would have yeah. got we got we'd have got wrapped away somewhere. We would have. Uh, but I think the two two seven card and two two eight will probably be lackluster cards for casuals, just because. Who's supposed to be fighting on two two eight? Till and Woodley. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that fight won't be bad. It won't be, be bad. It's just it's gonna remind me. It's gonna remind me a lot of the Thompson uh, Woodley fight. Though. Right. Um, I and think, I'm worried that it's not. It's not gonna be good. I think uh, Woodley gets the uh, knockout. Um, yeah. But uh, I think they are gonna save save their save all of their firepower for that two two nine card. Because obviously Connor Khabib will be massive, but I think they're gonna stack that card pretty nicely. Connor and Khabib? Yeah. Uh, That's massive. But I would stack that card. I would do like I I would, but who could you stack it with on such 
late notice that would give it a huge star power card. Sorry, we're texting on here. Like, yeah, I mean, usually I wouldn't with guests, but me and him, like, we, yeah, yeah, it's fine. But yeah, think so. about if you have Connor Khabib, and then let's say uh, you throw, excuse me, Bullet Shevchenko on there, because um, people are dying to see her fight. Uh, so now you have two title fights on that card, as well as two people. Two fights that fans want to see. Then you could throw, uh, maybe not, maybe not a dominant Cruz. I'm sure you could probably throw Nunez and Cyborg on there, depending on when they want to fight. If right. they want to do it soon, they could probably go ahead and start. You could throw Chad Mendez on there if he wants a quick turnaround. I would be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Stevens. He doesn't want a quick turnaround. Not after that body shot he took. <laughs> Probably not. No. Well, no, because he has to wait for how many days? It's like, what, 60 days? Probably. Uh, but you could throw somebody like Mendez on there. Um, you could throw, uh, who could we do at maybe middleweight? Um, if Gustafson is healthy, you could put him on there. Yeah. You could run that Vulcan, Ozdemir, and. What about Kevin Gastelum and somebody? Oh. Oh. I would be okay. Or what about somebody like Masvidal? Okay. DC? Depends on No, because gonna... DC's fighting Lesnar next. That's going to be a while. Um, he's going to fight Gustafson? DC? Yeah. No, no, DC's staying oh. at heavyweight. Oh. No, Gustafson's He said be... he's going to defend both belts. He can't. Why not? They won't let it happen. They wouldn't let Dana Connor said do it. he would. They, won't, they didn't let Connor do it. Connor chose not to do it. He wanted to fight Connor, Mayweather. How dare you? Connor was not gonna do that. Um, but uh, but no, Dana Connor said he Dana said uh, Dana said he let DC defend both, and DC says he wants to have Brock as his last fight, right off into the sunset. Defend light heavyweight. Turn around. Defend heavyweight. Right off into the sunset. Who DC? DC. So from what I heard, DC's had three fights on his list. He wanted to knock off. Lesnar, Jones, and I think Stipe. I think were those the, the ones he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did Stipe. He's got Brock. He's got Brock. That's going to be his last fight. But he said... When is John Jones hearing? When will we find out? I don't out? know. Because I haven't heard much on it. But what Me if he either. gets cleared? If he gets cleared, then DC says... If if he's John, there, he's there. But if he's not, he's not gonna wait on him. Quick, quick turnaround. No, because that's too quick for turnaround for Gustin. He fights this weekend. I'll say, what about someone like John Jones as the co-main as a return fight against some someone like Vulcan Ozdemir? Uh, Ozdemir fights Gustin though. Too quick. Um, wait, this weekend? No, they canceled that. Remember? Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah, I forgot, they I was talking about how bummed that. I was about that. Yeah, no, just imagine. I'm licking my chops thinking of that one. Yeah. Who 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 could? John Jones gets cleared for two twenty nine. Uh. Boom. I would say Gustin. You got Gustin. Gustin Uzdemir. Uzdemir. Um, you could have him fight. Uh, you could probably have him fight OSP as a return fight. Yeah. Would he? I've heard. Wait, what about Uriah Hall? Where's he gonna? Uh, where's he's middleweight? I've heard that he's 
Wait, middleweight. He fights at one eighty-five. Eighty-five. I've heard because his last weight cut, he might go up though. I've heard that. I don't. I know heard that Luke that's Rockhold was supposed to be going that's up. Right. Yeah, Rockhold and fighting Gustafson. That would be great. What about Rockhold versus Jones? That's too easy for Jones, man. Ah, dude, that's Rockhold easy. hits like a tank. Rockhold's a beast. Rockhold is a fucking. But then beast. again, you have to go on the aspect of. Is it it's an easy fight for Jones, or is it just Jones is that damn good? But then again, him also taking that much time off, you can't just sit there and think he's going to come in like, like he did against DC. Either. According to according to Dominic Cruz, ring rust doesn't exist, and he proved it. Really? Because last time I checked, Dominic Cruz has been out for like how many years? Because he can't stay healthy. But when he came back in, he beat TJ and got the belt right back. Well, he also had a fight before that too, though. Who did he fight before that? It was um, he'd been gone for a while because he had uh, been gone for a while. well. He was gone for a while. He got a tune-up fight. I think it was against um, what's his name? Uh, Takeya Mizugaki. Mizugaki, yeah, yeah. And then he he either I don't know if he tore his ACL in that fight or following that fight. I think it was following, but it was a it was a quicker turnaround than a full then, one yeah. because what they did I think they put Cadaver. Um, yeah, Cadaver it wasn't the usual healing process that he'd gone through but it wasn't like he beat up Mizugaki took two months off trained and then got back in there either but uh trying to think yeah I wouldn't mind seeing uh I wouldn't I definitely wouldn't mind seeing Chad Mendez on the on a big card soon who could you have Mendez fight or who would you have Mendes at forty-five? Yeah, it's perfect. It lines up perfectly. Jeremy Stevens. But after uh, after Stevens just lost to Aldo, are you going to say it wouldn't make sense? No, I'm not saying it would make sense. I would love to see it, but I'm saying Mendez just wins. Uh, Stevens be, just loses. He. Remember though, Mendez was He's, coming he off has to, of that. He has to work his way back up. Too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I was thinking. I was gonna say Aldo. Have him fight Aldo. But well, you got because the okay. way he won, the way he beat, uh, the way he he won his fight with Miles Jerry. I feel like you cannot sit there and say that you should have to make him work that much. To get right. Back into That's it. what I'm saying. You put him against a guy in Jeremy Stevens. Well, the problem is, say, because Mendez looks so right good. High. But the thing is, is what it is, is if he beats Stevens, say like they do fight and he beats Stevens, then people are going to be like, well, maybe he can go ahead and fight for 45 title. No, he maybe. doesn't. Then guess maybe. who he fights? Frankie Edgar. Or maybe just have him fight Frankie Edgar from the bat, right off the bat. Fuck no! Maybe. Why not? Frankie's way up here. But Mendez, the way he looked, you can't deny that he he shouldn't be up in the top. All right, I'm not saying he should be like top five, but I don't think you can have him going this long, no, you know, grind of having to beat all these he guys. He does. He beat Miles Jury. He let's say he beats Jeremy Stevens. He fights Frankie. Bam, you're right there. But then where does Aldo fit in this picture? Because Aldo just beat Jeremy Stevens too. Have Frankie Edgar fight Aldo. He's done that twice. I mean, but still, I mean, that's the only thing you could really do. Where does Aldo fit in? Aldo fits in T-City versus Jose Aldo for the featherweight championship since we don't know if Max is going to fight again. There's your title fight. You're right. 
I didn't even think of that. And then... Because I keep forgetting about the Holloway thing. Right. I keep forgetting so, Holloway's out. in um, my mind, this is how four, 45 well, isn't such a clusterfuck. Like, would it be for an interim? Because no. Because even though we don't know how long until he comes back, Holloway, or if he does come back, would it be considered the interim or just go ahead and make it the title? Go ahead know, and make it the undisputed. Makes sense. And just keep... If Max is able to come back, then... So, T-City versus Aldo. Yeah. I can rock with that. I think and I can then, rock with that. So this is just in my mind how Dude, it 45 works. Forty-five makes my dick hard so, right now. Yeah. <laughs> you take Chad Mendez versus Jeremy Stevens. Then you have uh, Frankie Edgar. Um, he beat Cub Swanson not too too long ago, because now Cub Swanson is turning around and fighting tomorrow. So in that case. Uh, you got, hmm. Well, we got to find one person for Frankie to fight. Frankie could fight. Oh, okay, let's look up the 145 ranking system right away. Yeah. UFC 145 pound rankings. So. Give me the top five. Who are the top five? Dude, we can make an episode out of this. Like, we can just make this like a weekly thing. Right? I'm all down for it, man. Okay, come on, load, load, load. I kind of want to just the camera again, but I'm afraid I'll ruin it. How no, UFC no. should book, whatever. Okay, Wait, fast, so we're doing. Forty-five would be um, featherweight. Yeah, because I feel like we're. For, I'm so forgetting you somebody have. You're not. Um, okay. Let's see. see I'm you not got a casual. right now champions Max Holloway. You have right. Brian Ortega, mm-hmm. Jose Aldo, mm-hmm. Frankie Edgar, mm-hmm. Jeremy Stevens, mm-hmm. Cub Swanson, mm-hmm. then Chad Mendez. Then Chad. And then after that, Josh Emmett. Okay. Ooh, that's who. No, that's pointless. That would be a pointless fight for Frankie. What, Josh Emmett? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That's pointless. Uh, I'm going to adjust this camera again. And now, Josh Emmett and. And Chad are teammates, so that won't work. Hmm, let's see here. Let's see what kind of concoction we can come up with. Well, Ooh, you look good now. You can actually be seen instead of looking like a blurry, a blurry little person. But, uh, uh, why is it doing this? <laughs> um, let's see. Matter of fact, yeah. we're going to do that the rest of this episode. Let's look at some of the rankings of people who we would love to see. Well, okay, we got to figure out 45 first. No, no, we have 100%. Oh. So we've got... You got Jose and T-City championship fight. Yeah. You got Chad and... and uh, oh, That's why I keep clicking on the advertisement. So Chad and Stevens. So you're going to have T-City versus Aldo, obviously, for the title. Frankie um, fights the winner. Frankie could fight... That's the only one that makes sense. Or have Frankie wait. That sounds really messed up. Have Frankie wait for the winner of Stevens and Mendez. Why? Because I feel... So, I would say that... I do think Frankie's... Frankie Frankie would be the number one contender, 100%. Right. He would have to be the number one contender. Now, he beat but, Chad Mendez already. He has. What I'm saying is, so you have Frankie be the number one contender... And kind of do it almost quasi tournament style, 
So you'll have Mendez then fight Jeremy Stevens. Whoever wins that goes to fight the uh, Frankie. Goes to fight Frankie, and then after that they fight the winner of Jill's AT City. Yes, and then the loser of that could fight. You know, could turn around and fight the loser of the number one contender shot. Yeah. And see who, or yeah, something like that. That's solid. Now, yeah, I mean, it's a decent idea. So what? Yeah. And then now you've got. Uh, what was the other one we were? Oh, looking at? but see, depending on whether or not Cub Swanson wins tomorrow, then you throw him in the mix somewhere. Yeah, but do you think Cub? Who does he fight tomorrow night again? He uh, a, the Renato, guy we don't know how to pronounce. Renato. Renato Moshien. Yeah. Yeah. So that Cub guy. Swanson could fight. Um, and see, the camera's already blurred up again. What Josh fuck? Emmett? I don't know. I don't know. Frankie? Well, no. He just... Frankie just beat him. Um, that was Frankie's last fight. Correct. Josh Emmett, then. Huh. Yeah. That's how I'd do it. I mean, it makes sense. But the UFC doesn't do shit that makes sense. They're like the WWE now. That's fucked up. Yeah, when I stopped at my job, they asked me if I wanted to work Sunday. And I was like, well, sure. (laughs) You should have asked them, can I have tomorrow off then? One of both of them. Dude, come on, man. You gotta have, man. you gotta, gotta be there for the entire thing. It's tradition. Yeah, but also with with now, if it was a, if it was a two seventeen type card, two seventeen is probably the greatest card that I've ever watched. Easily. Now, weirdly enough, it didn't have the highest pay per view buys. Right. As far as like uh, watching, <clears throat> that card the greatest, was yeah. phenomenal. But uh. But yeah, if it was a two seventeen type card, then I would have definitely told them, well, if I work Sunday, well, you're give gonna me miss probably the first three fight, two three fights, depending. I doubt it. You, not on the main card. Yeah, main card. Um, How main card is not gonna start till ten. No, no, I'm talking about like the TV card, the prelim. Oh card. yeah, prelims. Yeah. Um, the main prelim card, not the early prelim. Yeah, card. you'll probably but, miss like the first two or three fights on the early pre or on the prelim fight. Yeah, depending then, on how quick they go. So yeah, uh, but I won't miss any of the main card. Yeah, and um, but yeah, and so if it were up to me, like one card out of every year would be the night of main events, where it'd just be stacked. Like, yeah, just. As as stacked as we could possibly make it. You want to know what we haven't talked about in a while? I can't wait to hear this. What's that? Boxing. I talked about boxing on my video earlier. Really? Yeah. I, I think I, we mentioned, uh, what's his name, Bronner last episode. I think we? we briefly did, like briefly, like hmm. three seconds or so. Okay. But Because um, um, I said something disrespectful. I was naming my uh, top five boxers, mm-hmm. and I had the audacity to... Go one through five, I think, and I didn't mention two fighters. Who? Canelo and Triple G. Of all time? No, just currently. Oh, currently. And so I. So of all time, uh, 
I would say, as far as my favorites, I'm not saying like the, the best. best of all time, but my right. favorites, I would probably have to rate at um, number one, probably being Mike Tyson. Okay. Number two is probably Vasil Lomachenko right now. Um, three, Roy Jones Jr. I loved Roy Jones Jr. Uh, four, I would probably say. Who could I say for four? Um, who could be number four for me? Four and five. Maybe. I could probably throw Ali on there, although I never watched him live. Right. Um, uh, five. Terrence Crawford, maybe? Okay. Or, no, just kidding. Favorite, uh, Canelo. I'm a big Canelo fan. I forgot I about Canelo. I um, think top five favorites, I'd go number one, Manny Pacquiao. Uh, I'm not a big Pac-Man fan. Number two would probably be... Uh, Uh, it's more about his antics than his actual boxing. Adrian Broner. Nah, he's not number two. He's probably number five. Number five? Yeah. Um, number one, Pac-Man. Number two, probably Marcos Maidana. Uh, dude's solid. Yep. Number three, probably Earl Spence Jr. Number four... I'm throwing one more at number four. I'd go. You not a Loma Loma fan? I am. Um, wow. Well, I think I gotta push Adrian Broner out, or I gotta, or I can have both of them at number four. The uh, Klitschko brothers. Mm. Like those guys. Yeah. Um, I didn't even mention Wilder or John uh, Joshua. Right. I like them, but I mean it's hard to say. Like we're not talking about best of all time, right? right we're, we're just talking about our, our favorites. favorites. Yeah. Um, which I'm excited for the Wilder and Joshua fight. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's gonna be good. I think either Wilder's gonna land and Oops. absolutely destroy him with a with a wild shot, or <clears throat> Joshua's gonna outbox him. It won't go to decision. And it's not gonna go to decision. No. No. If it does, I'll be amazed. Right. Um, I would love to see Connor fight. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Paul. What, what? Don't say Paulie Malignaggi. Yeah, I would love to see that just to watch Connor uh, win a Mal- boxing match. Yeah, because he did knock him out. He did knock out uh, Paulo. Yeah, I saw that video. Um, or Paulie, I mean, not Paulo. It wasn't. It wasn't my favorite thing. I do think it. I don't think it was. I viewed that video the same way I viewed. Cody and Team Alpha Male releasing the video of him dropping TJ. Yeah. His whole thing was, oh, I knocked you out in practice. When on that video, it was clearly a knockdown. TJ got right back up, you know. Yeah, but and the so, thing is, is also McGregor, with, you know, zero zero boxing record. So You're just a Conor McGregor stan. Like, I am. I'm a McGregor mark. I'm in McGregor's garden. Dear Mac, I wrote you, but you still, still ain't called me. Like, come Dude, on, if man. he were to ever come to South Carolina, which I doubt he ever would for for no reason, why right. would he? I would do, I would I would open I would come here at like three a.m. and just to get him on. I'd have like four cups of coffee right here. And be like, like take caffeine pills. I'm like I'm gonna stay yeah. awake. Oh yeah, that reminds me. I uh, have a few people. Um, I mentioned it in my video earlier about 
just how I have really gotten into trying to help grow women's sports because after coaching captain and it just gave me a better insight and understanding of women's sports and shit like that because I've wrestled a few girls but obviously I'm not a female wrestler so I don't have an understanding of what it's like and so reached out to a few people got a few people that said they were willing to join in so I mean I would be down to have some moment I just gotta figure out how to do the whole Skype call thing right yeah and how to like record it I'm not 100% sure on how to do it but yeah I uh because I think you have to have like a screen capture type thing probably which is kind of weird but um uh, we can ask Google and figure yeah, it out. I mean, I'm sure I could figure it out eventually. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're talking about women's sports. Lauren oh, yeah. said she'd join. She'd come on. Dude, you didn't... Uh, you talking about Ziggy? Yeah. Um, Shout out to her. She's yeah. good. So, the weird... Yeah, I wish she would have been there for us at our state tournament this year. Uh, when me and Purdy went down, they actually... This was the first year having an all-female tournament. Yeah. Not like a, not like a female bracket, because usually what they do is they'll take... Um, They'll lump a few weights together. Right. And have them in the main gym and all that good stuff. They'll have them in the main gym and they'll be like, you're, you're about 86A, you're about 86B, you're about 86C. Yeah. And it's like so many different brackets. It's round robin. And it's, it's not really a tournament style. Like it, it's right. always been kind of detrimental to uh, oh, female shit, wrestling. I left one of these out of my car. But I started thinking, it's probably going to stink now too. Yeah. But, um, they actually had an all-females tournament, like actual bout numbers, no round robin. Hmm. Really, I think I, I think they might have had to combine like one weight class. Maybe I don't think so, but um, yeah. the refs, female refs, right? It was awesome. I yeah, mean, I, saw... I actually I stayed in there half the time. That sounds kind of weird, but like yeah. no, I stayed in there yeah. half the time because I was like, man, this is really cool. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw a couple of captains matches. Some another yeah. girl from Blue Ridge. Have she has her matches against Captain on her uh, YouTube channel? Yeah, what's her name? Uh, Lily something. I know uh, you're talking about. Yeah, she's gonna be uh. So, I uh. Wrestling with her on PC. Instagram. Yeah. Um, Backwoods criminal. Yeah, cool chick. Shout, Shout out yeah. to her. Shout out to her. You uh, ever met her? No. Solid wrestler too. Um, yeah. I think she uh. I think she be international. Uh. I think. Bentley. Yeah, I I, I got some a, weird stories about that kid. I have a you. I think you've told me. Yeah, like um, I don't know how how this happened with him, yeah, but somehow it did because like he's yeah he's the goofiest weirdest kid in the world. He is, uh, dude. Shout out to Bentley, but dude doesn't have an aggressive bone in his body. Uh, but I think he'll think he'll he'll get a little better this year. And then uh, junior senior year, he'll he'll put it all together, be whooping some ass. Um, I think Hank needs to Hank needs to get something in him. Yeah, Hank's uh, good, but he asks too many questions. <laughs> uh, trying to think, who else is there that I'm ready to see? Uh, I'm ready to see Phipps grow into his body and and fuck some people up. Uh, I'm ready to see Gage shrink into his body and fuck some people up. Uh, quite a few people, man. Um, Logan's 
Logan's still tough. Uh, it's my guy. My guy. Um, oh. That's the bandwagon I'm on, man. Logan? Yeah. Dude, his eighth grade year? Legit. His last year he was legit, dude. Right. He was a freshman, but. Yeah. Dude, um, I'm on that. So, what do you think about Chimizo training at the New York RTC? Indifferent. Really? Yeah. He beat Burroughs at. Uh, yeah. It was on criteria, too. It was like 10-10. Yeah. I mean, that's why we brought it up. I think yeah. we never got around to it. Right. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, we never got around to it, but we, we talked about it. And we, yeah. Then we got I think it's because I started talking about when we lost a, on criteria. Yeah. Um, We lost to Chesney on criteria. I yeah. It's it uh, That's a match I'm ready to see again. Trilogy. Yeah. Are we uh, ready for that one? Um, but. Shimizo training at the NYC RTC makes it, it bothers me for multiple reasons. Right. One because it shows just how good America's wrestling is, which is right. a good thing. Yeah. But it's like this man's a Cuban, right? Training and wrestling for Team Italy, and now training out In of America. New York. It's yeah. like, dude, what? Right. But I don't know. That's maybe I'm maybe I'm looking too much into it. No, it's that it's that American pride. Yeah. Merc. Merc. Me and Purdy were talking about having RTCs, um, having their own teams and have mm-hmm. like a little league, like a pro, semi-pro right. type league. Because there's nothing, there's no outlet for wrestling outside of the Olympics, right? Or even uh, collegiate. Like once you go to college, that's it, really. Unless you're international, and yeah. then, but like if you had like these regional training centers all over and started like a league, like yeah. I mean there are multiple ones now, but. You can even have it where you can like trade between them. Which yeah, would be cool. That would be awesome. I just imagine like David Taylor getting traded to like Iowa. Right. Or that, like, yeah. Oh my Jesus. That'd be dope. Yeah, I get you. Um, oh, speaking of that, that's one thing. Uh, which I'll probably do it based on uh, like the same way I'm gonna do my NFL predictions and shit. Yeah. Do collegiate wrestling by weight class that's what we did this year yeah. we uh we would break down the big matchups and yeah we would go by each weight who we thought would win uh then we did the ncaa tournament and we did the same thing with the bracket who we thought would win where they would go like i think we started like we started keeping tab when it came to the semis yeah like we would go semis and then finals yeah i got you and then uh, the winner so we just did like three back i guess or well yeah yeah then I think there'll be some. Uh, I think there'll be some surprises. Yeah, this year there probably will be because depending on where Dayton Fix wrestles, he'll probably go twenty-five. I'll be worried about him and Spencer Lee meeting up, and if Spencer Lee can pull that one off for a four-timer. Yeah, I don't think he could. Like, I hope he could. Spencer he Lee's would. legit. I'd love to see him go ahead and win his second one. Um, I think he'd get then that he would over be halfway fix. there. I think he'd get that over Fix. I don't know, dude. Fix is pretty legit. Fix is nice. Dude, especially his international wrestling. Like, yeah. his uh, freestyle Greco's. Oh, dude dirty. is dude is nice. Like, I mean, anybody who's confident enough in their abilities to make their Instagram name, like, greatest ever or whatever, yeah. you know you're the shit. But Spencer Lee is nice, too, man. And then... Uh, it's 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 rough. Uh, just I'm excited to see it. Uh, I'm ready to see what Penn State does, being that they uh, which killers did they lose? They're they're losing. They, 
Um, let's see. Let's see. Who were there? You had. Wow, I'm missing like the best one. I can't think of his name. Bo Nickel. Was it No Bickle? Uh uh. Who's at 49? Oh, um. Uh, fucking, uh. I feel like. Rutherford. A, Zane Re- Rutherford. Zane. Zane Train. Zane Train. God, that, I'm ashamed I don't know that. Right. I, I feel I like. A think of that. Um, fucking. I feel like a see, casual. This is the. They lost Zane Train. Sword specific tickets. Oh, Did they lose Mark? Uh, Hall? Yeah. I don't think so. Let's see. Hold up. I'm, I'm trying to find. I uh, wish he'd beat Valencia, man. I knew that was coming. I had. To, I picked Valencia. I'm sold on uh, Senzo Joseph, though. Are you? Yeah. Are you? You would be. I'm sold on it. Dude did enough, man. I'm not sold on him. Team roster. Here we go. That's right in front of me. Okay, so the 2017-18 roster. I don't want to. I don't need that. Um, yeah, that's right. Let's see. Senior Carson Coon was. Corey Keener was. Um, I didn't know Keener was. Who else are they losing? I'm sure they're losing Zane Train. Yeah, Zane Train's gone. That's really much it. Oh, yeah. Knopf was a junior. Yeah, Knopf is a junior. No Bickle is a junior, right? Uh, Nickel, where is he at? Yeah, he was only a junior. I was wrong. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah. Vincenzo pretty... was a sophomore. He's yeah, Vincenzo is only a sophomore. What, dude. I don't think he'll do it. I don't know if he'll be a four-timer, but I'm sold on the guy. Uh, who else we got, man? Um, I think Mark is still there. Mark Hall? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, It's going to be some good shit. Ready to see what uh, Ohio State does? It's, it's going to be good. What time is it? It's only 6.45. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing for dinner, too. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'll probably stop, grab a couple of watermelons, a few bananas, and maybe a couple of these. I want TNT hot mix. Never had You've never had TNT hot wings. What? Wow. I've never had TNT. I've never had Wade's. I've never had sugar and spice. You've... Uh, Wade's is not that bad. Wade's is not that bad, but it's ass. I don't like Wade's. So many so people boring. act like it's a fucking cardinal sin for me to not have had Wade's. Wade's isn't that good. Uh, Wade's to me is like, it's, it's old people food. It's not that good. Like... Ugh. Stephanie Stewart says that it lives up to all of the hype. But Stephanie Stewart has, has awful taste in everything. Probably from her years of... This is true. Just, yeah. Stephanie, you're just wrong. That's true. Um, I don't like the beacon. Uh, people, I like that's a sin, too. I like the ice cream. Um, 
wow, that's kind of what I want. Some, uh, some Oreo Klondike bars, man. Dude, I've been craving Klondike bars, man. What would you do? I would kill somebody. Oh, yeah. Probably. Easily. Or at least um, maybe give them a stab wound <clears throat> for a Klondike bar. Yeah. These things are delicious. Right. I think I'm, I, I got to do it. Uh, I've been trying to clean up my diet, but here recently uh, I've been craving the Klondikes. So. You know what I was craving and I had last one. night for the first time in a while? What's that? A McFlurry. M&M McFlurry. Ooh, that sounds good, too. But if I'm going to do that, I'll just get the Klondikes. Mm. Yeah. I want some bagel bites. The bagel bites are legit. I wouldn't mind a bagel pizza. I haven't had one of those in a while. Or a Lunchables pizza. I haven't had Lunchables <laughs> since I was, like, seven. <laughs> right? Uh, I just, I know whatever I get, I don't really want anything hot. Like heat hot. You're talking about a pizza. Pizzas are hot. I'm saying I would just get the fucking bagel, cut it, put the sauce you eat on cold it. Cold pizza? That's disgusting. You're disgusting. Dude, cold pizza are nasty. No. Yeah. That's like Dude. saying, hey, I like my coffee lukewarm. No, vastly I like it, different. I like it room temperature. Vastly different. No. Dude, I can wake up in the morning. Open a box of pizza, grab it, and bite it. It's disappointing to hear. <laughs> no, cold pizza is phenomenal. Cold pizza is disgusting. You're disgusting. Come on, what's it doing? Yeah, I I definitely have to have something cold. I don't Dude, want Zaxby's doesn't sound too bad right now. It's fucking hot. Zaxby's Zaxby's doesn't sound bad, but Zaxby's is kind of gross too. Last few times I've ate it, it makes me feel like. Beyond overrated. Yeah. They're overrated. Again, if I was going to go to Zaxby's, I'd just go to Chick-fil-A. Dude, my uh, my manager's sitting here messaging me right now because she was like, you just white girled out. And I was like, what are you talking about? The Connor and Khabib thing. Because I put, yas. <laughs> oh, man. I told her, I was like, I even just a little. Oh, uh, let's see. Let me make a... Oh, man, I'm about to... I'm going through a middle-aged crisis. I'm about to make a fucking grocery list. Watermelon. Dude, I'll tell you what. I, I fucks with hard as raspberries, man. I think we talked about this last time. We fruit? did? Yeah. Yeah. I fucks with fruit hard. I ate a whole bowl of watermelon last night. I do that, like, twice a week. Like, you know man. those little ones that come, like, in the little container thing? Ate an entire thing of it. Really? Yeah. Dude, I had... Last night, I took a watermelon, cut it, set the bowl in the refrigerator maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. Went back, got the bowl, smashed the whole bowl, and it was a half of a watermelon. And I'm going to smash the other half as soon as I get home. That's why I got to buy me some more because my one whole one is gone now. Uh, Let's see. Watermelons, Klondike bars. People don't understand how fucking authentic our conversations are. These are real life things right now. Like right. we're just like we're this is probably the part of the podcast where if you've made it this far, you're you've got no life and you're just gonna keep listening to us. Right, so. because we're young adults, two guys in our early twenties and we're talking about fucking groceries. 
Like, and Dude, yeah, it's I think just, I might get sugar and spice tonight. Never had it. Dude, it's good. It's pretty good. Really? It's not like blow you out of the water, but it's like it's kind of like that diner trashy type good. Oh, I love time. that. But at the same time, it's like it's really not that good. But you're like, yeah. okay, it's pretty good. Dude, I went things. to a uh, I went to a diner in Philadelphia one day. Don't ask why. Uh, but I was driving down. I think it's called Broad Street, and there was a little diner that was built like out of one of the old little hippie vans. But it was larger obviously they they just made it to look like one of the hippie vans and that shit was so good and then um i went down to the train station in philly and i got a hot pocket but the bread of the hot pocket was a pretzel it had ham and uh egg and cheese on the inside yeah do do you like philly cheesesteaks do i the real deal in bowling springs some of the best ones ever really Amazing. You ever been to Philly? No, I've never been to Philly. You well, I think to, I've passed through it. You but. have to get one of their cheesesteaks. You have to. They are fucking phenomenal. Um, then there's a place up there. We buy their uh, shaved ice a lot. That shit's good, too. Wow. Yeah, I don't need to go to the grocery store, man. I'm hungry. And then I'm gonna go in there and spend too much money. That's that's the biggest thing. I never I hate going to the grocery stores when I'm hungry. I only go like when I need stuff. Yeah. And like so, for instance, like if I'm, I'll try to eat like a little bit before I go. Yeah. Or I'll make sure I'm planning a meal. That's because that way I'll get the stuff for the meal, and then I'll look at other stuff and be like, okay, you know, I might need yeah. that. But I think that's why I'm like making the list. You know what I think I want. You need to have my my dear stuff meatloaf that I make. So do you like meatloaf? Okay, so it's deer I meat. I fucked up a whole pan the other night. It's deer meat, and then so you make you saute your onions and your garlic and all that in a pan and your peppers. Onions don't do well with me, but dude, onions are delicious. And I, you make them the taste isn't bad. You make them translucent, yeah, you know, like where you can kind of see through them, and they have that kind of golden look to them, right? And mix it in there, mix it in with your meat, and you season the meat with like the, you know your herbs, like you do like the parsley, right. thyme, yeah. or parsley, rosemary. Um, you mix Such in... Such white people things. What? No, I mean, trust me. It's a fancy <laughs> nah, way of making I mean, meatloaf. No, nah, I know. I'm just saying. What you do is like... And then plus you do like a normal meatloaf. <laughs> right. You put your egg, your little bit of breadcrumbs. Mix it together. You put it in your pan. And then while you're doing that, you saute spinach with the onions as well. Like the other half yeah. of the onions. And then you put the layer of spinach on top of the first layer of the meatloaf. And then you put provolone cheese on it. And then you encapsulate it again with another layer of meatloaf. So it's a stuffed meatloaf, and then instead of a tomato glaze, you know, a, a stone ground honey Dijon mustard glaze. It's fucking amazing. I'd have to try it. I'll have to make it for you one day. It's really, really, really good. Yeah, because I'm not sold on it just by the description. You'll love it, dude. I got you. I got you. I don't doubt it. Um, let's see. Watermelons, Klondike bars. I do want a pizza launchable now. Someone just asked, what about Tony Ferguson? Can he walk? Talking no, about, uh, they're like, because I posted that patient, they're like, well, what about Tony? I was like, this is putting more money in Dana's pocket. <laughs> exactly. Did you see where uh, Kobe went to the White House with the fake belt? Yeah. And yeah. Then D- Trump wore it, dude. He had that thing on. Dude. I love that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was. Like, 
regardless of what your opinions are on Donald yeah. Trump. That's fucking awesome. It was it was it was pretty great. I I liked it, but it was it was just it showed the lack of understanding on both of on both sides of both sides of the court there. I think Kobe's stupid, and I think Trump didn't understand that he was holding the boo-boo belt. <laughs> the boo-boo belt? <laughs> That's what Tyron Woodley calls it, man. I, I still think that they did him wrong, though. They did Kobe wrong for they, that. Oh, yeah, they, they should, did. They shouldn't have stripped him. Yeah, I we talked was, about that last time. That was Yeah, that was morally yeah. wrong on their part, I'm, I think. I'm not a fan of Kobe, but they did. They, they did him dirty. But at the same time, uh, we get to see Darren Till and Woodley fight, which is also another fight I would love to see. Yeah, give me some more produce that I may need to buy. No grapes. I got a couple of pears. Bananas. Bananas? Although they're bland, apparently. No, the the oh, artificial flavor of banana is what's bland. Actual bananas are gold. I love actual bananas. Yeah. think I'm going to do me a... Nah, I'm not going to do a peanut butter and honey sandwich and bananas. But uh, bananas, Lunchable Klondike. Spinach? Broccoli. Broccoli. I don't need. To, I I eat spinach, but I don't need it as far as I love spinach. to buy it. I love spinach. I would eat spinach by itself. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Same with celery and carrots. I used to date this. Uh, used to date this lady. I won't say her name. I'll just say her nickname. Shout out to you, Teacup. We'll just call her something discreet, like Timothy. <laughs> when when Shaquan dated Timothy. <laughs> Timothy Altman. Uh, but nah, her. Uh, her nickname's Teacup. Uh, I highly doubt she'll ever see this, but you never know. But, um, dude, she used to fuck spinach up. Like, spinach, especially if you cook it. Like, if you yeah. wilt it, it's good. It's she good. ate that shit no matter what. Like, that was no joke. What I got her for her birthday spinach? was a, a massive bag of spinach. That's, that's fucking weird. I'd have been kind of salty. I mean, that's not all I got for her, but... You you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, you gave her some dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I for uh, for my birthday, I'm gonna go to Camp I. I love going to Camp I. Never Camp been. I is delicious. Never been. Never been to Camp I. Me and you might just go one day. Me, you, and Usher, and all that. Whenever, man. Dude, it's so good. They'll cook in front of you. Like it's smoky as shit. So you kind of get the black lung while you're in there. Wow, damn. You know what I'm, I'm about to say. I'm about to say, fuck this grocery list. I'm gonna go spend seven bucks at Fuji. Dude, I actually ate Fuji before we came in here. For if I'm being if I'm being real with you, I had yeah. Fuji before we came in here. I mean, I was only thinking about it for the carrots and the broccoli, though. Really, dude? Yeah. I go for the broccoli and the zucchini. Hmm. That's how I do. It. I do the bocce chicken, broccoli, zucchini, and then I'll get a drink usually. I usually I do the uh, hibachi chicken with uh, carrots and broccoli, and I don't like the mushrooms. I'm not a mushroom guy. Me? Oh fuck no. Dude, what you need to have? Do you like pizza? pizza yeah yeah so a margarita pizza it's more of like an authentic italian pizza it's yeah. very baseline to make you just like you put your sauce and all that on it i guess then it's mozzarella cheese topped mm-hmm. off with basil or spinach and tomatoes hmm. and i'm not a huge tomato guy you can like dice them up or you can just put like the whole one on there Ooh, turkey. either or i need some Dude, turkey I, I fuck it up love turkey what kind of turkey Horse um, i don't know i'm just gonna go back to the deli yeah. buy the turkey that they have like in the little Clear Ziploc bag, then sliced. Get home. Yeah, be careful with that stuff, that man. It's full of nitrates, man. That stuff's terrible for you. Lunch meats. Yeah. Like you buy prepackaged ones, dude. They're awful for you. No, I don't mean like uh, 
not like Oscar Myers. I I don't know if it. Are you talking about like actual like hand cut deli? Yeah. Okay, those yeah. are slightly better. They're still like high in other stuff, but I usually do thick cut boar's head, Cajun, spicy turkey. It's pretty good. I got you. I'll make a nice little turkey sandwich out of that yeah. any day. I mean, I just honestly, I eat turkey straight out of the pack. I usually put it on a sandwich. Like I, I'll tell <laughs> I you could. What the, I just I, don't. I eat the shit out of, and I guarantee you, come our hunting trip. Thank you. Come our hunting trip. I'm getting shit to make a sandwich. Our hunting trip, I'm guaranteeing I'm bringing it with me because we're going to eat at least one day. Either in the morning or at night. We're going to eat fucking Spam. <laughs> Duh. Like, that's how we're going to... We're going to have to eat some Spam. I love Spam. Yeah. Probably eat a little bit of fish, even though I'm not a big fish guy. I'll, I'll bring a fish around and I'll catch yeah. a fish and we'll like, just like cook it old school style. Or am I... only way I've ever caught any type of fish is hand. Really? By hand. Yeah. You've never gone fishing then with a rod? I've got plenty of them, dude. I'll show you how to fish. Nah. <laughs> Teach a man to fish and he'll eat forever. This is true. I mean, I do it with my, I I fish with my hands, but that's about it. But yeah, man, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go. Got to take a leak, and then I'm gonna go to the uh, grocery store. We've come to the point of yeah, pointless of recording. recording. This guy's on the yeah, phone. Yeah, middle recording. <laughs> yeah, we have come to a point where we need to go ahead and call this one quits. Yeah, we are getting way out of. Way out of, out of line. Yeah, we've gone an hour over plan. Yeah, I was going to leave here at fucking 6 o'clock. And yeah, it's and it's 7. 7, so we're going to go ahead and call it a night here, guys. Say hi to Stephanie Stewart. I'll try. I'll try. All right, peace. <laughs>